Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Farbles, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, end of line Bellicom, Sam, end of time, Burns, and Ellie, end of a line, Sparrow. Oh yeah, drama. I this don't week, <laughs> uh, this week's, um, this week's uh, three uh, came from Twitter from uh, Sarah. Actually, uh, sp- uh, ah. at spicy underscore burritos. Yeah. I actually also Feel apparently misled, to... misread that. Uh, looking down, as that should have been the yeah. end of the line, end of all time, and end of all limes. Oh, I am the end <laughs> of all limes. <laughs> <laughs> you are... yeah, I like that. Yeah. What it is, it's Ominous. because the episode with the lime-flavored beer has just come out at this point. Uh... That's why they're thinking about limes. <laughs> yeah. <what> <laughs> uh, we made some people really angry by calling lime beer breakfast. <laughs> 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 like, That's not food over on Discord. It was great. <laughs> Fun fact. We never actually ran that low on supplies either. We could have just been eating properly. We definitely yeah. could have done. We're all dicks. We didn't know that. But we didn't know that. Yeah. Fun fact: uh, those of us who are uh, those of us in the past, which is to say, our present, uh, are quite cheered because it's actually the Discord uh, servers. For, uh, one year anniversary, of course, you've already heard this from. Yay! Yes. Future slash. Tomorrow is the one year anniversary, but yes. that doesn't matter because actually they don't know when we're recording. This is. <laughs> I don't true. know why I felt the need to clarify that. Also, for them, it was ages ago. Yes, for so them, this it was, was something like seven weeks arbitrary, ago. Basically. But still, have a second thank you to everyone responsible for creating in the table. Yeah, thank you to Sarah for starting it. Thank you to Cora, Dive Wench. Um, Who else is mod? D, Dragon Sam. Um, Any other mods that I've forgotten? I think that's all that I I can remember, but if we've missed someone, I'm sorry. (laughs) If we've missed you, thank you. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, We love you all. That is all. There are four. Oh. Excellent. But yeah, they are angels and they put a lot of work into keeping it nice and we really, really appreciate it. Yes. So thank you. Yes. And just thank you for like making a place for people to talk to each other. Like it's really lovely that the fans did that and we didn't. Yeah. It's yeah. Really nice. Again, if you want mm. to uh check into the fan run Discord server, you can find a link uh on, on the, the menu bar of our website. Yes. Oh on the menu bar now. Com. How exciting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool! I thought it was in fan creations, but uh, no, no. I put one. I put one in the menu bar as well. Oh, fun! You can just well, go straight go, to your go see on Discord, Discord, Discord if you'd like to. Yes. If you wouldn't like to, just keep listening and have a lovely time. No pressure. Mm. <laughs> Whatever you like. Speaking of listening, it's time for us to stretch our ears forwards to uh. a future audio wave and demand future mm. us tell us pr- messages from the present. Hey there, stowaways. It's Future Jason. Listen up for a spot from the Roaring Twenties during the break, and if you missed it, be sure to check last week's bonus content for our second Q&A episode. We're a UK podcast, and the future is looking pretty bleak for the UK right now. We aren't an apolitical podcast. This show very much has themes of equality, diversity, love, kindness, 
and resistance against intolerance, bigotry, hatred, and ignorance. If those aren't themes that you, gentle listener, are on board with, then you probably won't enjoy this story. However, for those who are on board with it, we are proud beyond measure of the loving, supportive, inclusive community that has grown up around our tale of three lost privateers. If you're struggling, reach out to a friend. If you know a friend who is struggling, and you are in a position to offer support, reach out to them. If for whatever reason you can't reach out, or feel like you can't, you can call Samaritans in the UK on 116-123. That's 116-123. Or if abroad, you can find numbers for local equivalents online. Be kind, love each other, support each other. There are dark times ahead, but for as long as you will walk with us, we'll hold the light. Back to you, past Jason. Give me pictures of Spider-Man! Ah. Sorry, I just felt a need to do ah. that. I was going to say, being very demanding of Future Us. Yes. yes. What if Future Us doesn't have any pictures of Spider-Man? What then? I demand that they, in, that they provide pictures of Spider-Man through this purely auditory medium. You set yourself up for some shit when you say these things, you know. Future you... In like six weeks' time, it's going to be like, why did I do this? <laughs> we'll just be paper rustle, paper rustle. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very true. Future me also listens to these comments afterwards. It's entirely possible that that's exactly what, what I will choose happened? to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> On the subject of um, <laughs> prophecy. Uh... Oh no! We ha- oh we haven't addressed the prophecy in a long time, guys. Yeah. We've just been ignoring that for a while. <laughs> it's time for flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party have returned to Alessant. After setting some affairs in order in Kion and Delay, the party have arrived to find Alessant once more on the brink of violence. The National Guard are massively outnumbered, some 20 to 1, by the self-proclaimed Alessant Militia. A paramilitary, sorry, a paramilitary force of citizen soldiers uh, who have armed themselves with captured weapons and proclaimed that they are assisting the official military in pacifying the city. More accurately, they seem to take the form of rampant mobs who carry out a form of justice that makes extensive use of Madame Guillotine's new invention. 
The party were preparing to get some clothes made and visit some friends when, in a stroke of luck and rampant paranoia, they Is it paranoia if it's true? It's your fault! Just saying. Is it paranoia if it's true or is it just fear? This it remains a question for the ages. The, regardless, uh, the party did manage to foil an assassination attempt against Cosette Coterie, the former lieutenant of uh, erstwhile chancellor and, as it were, second in command of the National Assembly, Jacqueline Dumois, currently residing in uh, in the uh, Grand Batard, the Great Bastard, a former prison and now military headquarters of the Alessant militia. After successfully rescuing Cosette, Cosette agreed to testify against Jacqueline, providing proof uh, sufficient to orchestrate an arrest of Jacqueline Dumas, a, an ironclad arrest, which Savat feels will be necessary to try and break apart the uh, somewhat unruly faction. After a quiet, but at times emotionally fraught, night spent visiting the Grimanis, the three of you return to your apartments in the courts of justice and rest. However, as ever, as these things are wont to do, the morning comes. It is the sixth of full bloom, 1798. You awaken to a knock at your door. Hello? No! What? There's a... No one home! You hear a muffled voice. Uh, hello? Uh... Resident uh, Savat uh, asked me to bring you breakfast and uh, told you to... Everyone's home! Meet him in your in his office uh, in ten minutes. Okay, I'm getting up. Hang on, I open the door. A soldier, one of the ones you recognise as being part of Savat's personal guard, uh, brings you in a breakfast of unsweetened uh, gruel, essentially. Food, after all, is scarce. scarce. Yeah. <laughs> there is a famine on. Can I make some coffee? Yes. I'm going to make some coffee. <laughs> you grind up some coffee, heating it with uh, with uh, prestidigitation. Gordon, do you want some coffee? Yeah, I think I might, actually. Okay. Does anyone else not trust the food still? Oh, um, I hadn't thought of that, and now I have. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe we shouldn't, actually, until this is put to bed. Yep, yep. You've actually, I'm actually paranoid enough not to eat this. Okay. Um, I'm going to eat my rations. You eat from your Chocolate rations for breakfast. Oh, I can... <laughs> yeah, I just, just have this bit of cram and my coffee. Delicious. Ah, mm. cram and coffee. The breakfast of <laughs> champions on a long, long trail. <laughs> 
Actually, I have some chocolate. Thank you. You're the best. Maybe I'll put it in my coffee. That feels like it'd be good. Oh, it is good. Why would you ruin good chocolate like that? I'm That's, sorry. No. Chocolate they, and coffee no. together is apparently the best thing. They do go so, together well, no, I will cho say. Chocolate is chocolate is amazing. Coffee is the devil's work. Is there a devil? Is that a thing? There <laughs> are devils. I think there's devils. Than, I think there's more than one, darling. But yeah, chocolate, coffee, both good together. Amazing. Yes. Mm. There is the distant <laughs> sound <laughs> of a gunshot that you faintly hear through the walls. But the fact is, these have become Ow. so common in recent days as small fight as small fights break out that you listen for any answering replies and don't hear them and just have to assume that things are in hand, so to speak. You've not. Uh, there are. This happens too often enough and too far away for you to be able to respond every single time. Mm. Uh, I think we'll manage a town without gunshots in the near future. Well, there's. Um, uh, seems unlikely. There were precious few last time we were in Kion. Yeah, that's because it wasn't really a town yet. <laughs> True. But I mean, New Kion, maybe. Let's yeah. hope so. Hopefully. I think there's every chance. You finish your cram and coffee. Uh, cram, coffee, and chocolate. Oh. Um, oh, I'm just going to take my coffee with yeah, me you to take that office. If he gets me up this early, this is what he's getting. <laughs> and you head out to. Uh, and you head over to the office where, after a short. Uh, Pause while, uh, as the uh, guards acknowledge you, the door opens and you're led into the office where you find a couple of figures waiting for you. Of course, uh, and of course, they are actually both halflings as well. The familiar, uh, short, uh, plump, middle-aged looking uh, Jean-Paul Savat, who's all black, grey hair, small lines at the edge of his eyes, but also some bags under them. It's... It's been a long month. Yeah. And another halfling, taller, three foot five, uh, quite tall for a halfling, with uh, similarly tizzled hair, but uh, with less of the grey in it, though his eyes are grey instead, and a round, pudgy, slightly pudgy face and straight nose. He's wearing what appears to be, I mean, I'm going to be blunt here, it's essentially a jumpsuit. Uh, cut in a Sulian uh, military style, definitely in the colours, and with uh, the epaulets sort of sewn onto the shoulders in a flat fashion. Uh, you can see there are, uh, you can see the outlines of what appear to be uh, a clear spot, sort of two clear uh, sections around his eyes and a bit of dirt in his face. As Matcha Mistson, uh, as you come in, is busy uh, washing his face from a bowl. <clears throat> he looks up. Well. Ah, oh, your sight for sore eyes and also very dirty eyes. Oh. Do you want some help with that? Uh, it's alright. I press the digitation. The grime pulls out and he winces a little. Ah. I feel like I have been forcibly exfoliated. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that is... Any better? Um, I mean, the 
I will say that the uh, the mud is uh, the dirt is gone, but oh. this is hoping to get it out of your eyes, darling. Uh, no, that's that's fine. I just oh. try doing that to yourself sometimes. You sometimes you'll understand how weird that feels. Okay, I haven't injured you, have I? That really wasn't no, the objective. No, no, it's just kind of uncomfortable. This is what? an exciting clothing arrangement, by the way. So that cuts yeah. Mm. General mists and. Flew here via Eagle Relay. Bloody hell. He turns and says somewhat disapprovingly, for 24 hours straight. Fucking hell. You see as, <laughs> you see as uh, uh, putting down the uh, the, cloth, uh, the washcloth, Misson, who also, ha- now that the, the dirt is gone, you can see also has some dirt, uh, some bags under his eyes, reaches for a very thick cup of coffee <laughs> and drains it. Before refilling it from a cafeteria. Are you okay? <laughs> I'll be very honest, I'm kind of shattered, but uh, we've just been getting this new blend up from uh, Vondion. It's quite strong. Ah, excellent. No, yes, Vondion. Well, it would have to be. Oh. We sent some people to you. Did you, did you get they the people did, we sent you? They did arrive. I was very pleased. In fact, they got me just before I flew here. Oh, glad they caught you. Has made a big difference. How uh, how are they looking? Are the drow shaking the surface all right? One of them more enthusiastically than the other. One of them probably. I wonder going which to, way around that is. Probably <laughs> going to do a little bit better than the other, but both of them we can certainly work with. To which. Allow me to uh, present my report, uh, sir, now that they've arrived as you requested. Of course. How are things going on the Northern Front? Well enough, we are holding, which, with the troops we have, is enough for the moment. We're with the addition of the uh, Furzar 20,000 from the south. We should be able to push back. He pauses. Of course, there are pressing immediate concerns. It is my understanding that the current complement of National Guard here in the city is around 2,000, and you have something of a uh, domestic crisis on your hands. Uh, That's one way of putting it. If we get the confession, things might be a bit better, am I right? You uh, have... Uh, we can you help. Have, you have some concrete uh, evidence to arrest Jacqueline. That we do, yes. We've managed... We're able to finally uh, extract a confession. Uh, an unforced confession. That is important. That is one part, Mists and Friends. But the problem is, there are so many of this militia now that they represent a true uh, force unto themselves. They be, uh, in effect, uh, a real army. Now, right now, they are all relatively untrained but uh, if Jacqueline were to gain control of the capital 
that would give her a solid defensible base. Mm. We just she finished one civil war, we don't want another one. Not particularly, no. However, if you if all you do is kill or arrest Jacqueline, and if you needed to kill her, then a trial... I mean, you're probably going to have to conduct the trial in absentia anyway. So a conviction in absentia would manage if the evidence is strong enough. If you do that, that will throw them into some disarray. But unless you take care of the army that is here now, then give it a few weeks. I'll have a new leader. Someone else will rise to the top. Exactly. All right, so we need to we need to strike them while they are disorganized. How do we do that? You see Savat lean back in his chair, folding his arms and narrowing his eyes. I'm not sure I like where this is going. You're not going to. But allow me to lay the facts to you. General Honore is a day's march from Malassante due to a supplies uh-huh. failure. Mistson raises his eyebrow. Really? So conveniently timed with the ongoing crisis here? What are you saying? The army can take care of your problem. But if General Honore marches in here without the right framing, then you will be replacing one coup with another. I'm not sure I follow you. If the army marches in and saves the city. And they can. There's 20,000 to their 40,000, but there are 20,000 veterans. The Southern Army, which is is a combination of both the armies that we had on that front and the Royalists. Together because of the treaty, yes? Exactly. Fantastic. Which presents them with a fantastic opportunity. I'm sure I do not need to, to explain the politics to you. No, I think I can see where yeah. this is going. If Honoré... I'm stuck, I'm sorry. If Honoré marches in here and puts down what, from her point of view, is a peasant uprising, she'll have every excuse she needs to declare a martial law, and it will be um, military tribunals, and it will be as if the um, the, the moderate the government... Never happened. It will be as if the moderate government here is is the figurehead rather than the king being the figurehead. Yeah, we can't have that. I have a suspicion that you're presenting all of this because you have a solution. And I have a suspicion I'm not going to like the solution you're going to offer me, Uh No, you're not. He frowns and cracks his jaw a little. Give me the order. Or did he want? He wants me to give the order for the army to come in and pacify the city. Because then, if the army comes in, 
it will be under the auspicious of the assembly. That would be tantamount to declaring martial law, Mistson. Indeed it would. And you would need to declare martial law at that point. I would need it to keep peace after the fact. I'm asking... Hear me out. Give me a year. One year of martial law. That will give me the authority to put down the revolts and the other revolts which will pop up inevitably after this by force. It will give me the authority to conscript soldiers which we need to hold and push back the borders. You want that, to bring in conscription? That would be political suicide. No offence, but... You want to take people's children and put them into the army? I did not say it was a good choice, but sometimes we only have bad choices. If you have alternatives, please, by all means, suggest them. But from where I am standing, there are 40,000 armed people in this city who have every reason to try and seize control of this country. We did not go through all this shit, nor did anyone else, for fucking martial law and conscription. I might as well go back down below. One year, and I guarantee... No, no, and no. I people will... always say, oh, no. it's just for a year. And That's I will guarantee, works. under a zone of truth... Yeah, you might mean it now. That means nothing. Look. If you mean it today, that's actually kind of irrelevant. Will you mean it in a year? Zone of truth every day for a year? I mean, practically probably once a week, but yes, fine. I have ever... Look. The... If one year and we return to the, the democratically elected assembly after the fact, in fact, I would say so much that we must promise to hold elections in a year and a day to elect a new assembly. No, you're putting off elections for another year. Uh, I mean, we're actually not due elections for another four years. but No, but my, my point is <laughs> that you're putting off democracy for another year. You'll have literal riots. Do you want that? We will have riots regardless. Look, I am presenting you what I think is the best option. Now, I will acknowledge I am militarily minded. It is my job to consider military solutions. General Honore, can we meet her on the road and convince her of something else? You are welcome to do so. However, uh, I think you should work out now what you intend to try and convince her to do. Well, if we've managed to uh, discredit and arrest Jacqueline specifically, then... If you can... Then you, you, what you've got is a mob without a leader. That's just going to be violence in the streets. That's, that's <sighs> not a solution. No, but my proposal was to bring the army in... Once you, as you are arresting Jacqueline, in fact, ideally to bring them in to assist you getting to her. 
that would allow us, that would take, cut the head of this particular snake and give you, and that, and that disorganization would allow the army to capitalize on that and clear the streets. It also paints the, um, the militia as a violent and unpredictable... Heroes! No, if you if you bring in the army and push them underground, they become yeah. You have like the thousands of fighting martyrs. the corrupt government. That's which is why you would need martial law if you proceeded down that route. Yeah, and all you're gonna do is drive them underground, where they will continue to fight you with renewed You figure. won't solve the problem. So, well, is there is there a way that we can? Um, Take Jacqueline out of the picture, but still um, have the uh, the majority of the people who, as we've all pointed out, uh, more or less have the same interests of, uh, as far as Sewell is concerned in mind, not to fight each other. Because the uh, the the main difference between um, uh, Jacqueline and uh, the the government in power is that um, she doesn't feel it's radical enough. Yeah, and also the government in power seems to care about individual people um, rather than publicly using phrases like clear the streets. Miss <sighs> um, pinches the bridge of his nose. I've never liked that phrase. What you mean is kill civilians. Yeah, what you mean is kill children, kill families, you know break people apart, maim people for life until they get back in their houses. That's what that actually means. Because I've seen like, what? small riots, and all that happens is that people get crushed. Innocent people who just happen to be in the wrong place get killed in the street for and being in the wrong place. And if riots break out, and they are not... Which they will if you bring an army in! If riots break out and there's no one there to stop them, what happens then? Then the city burns. We need to find a solution to stopping the riots, not yeah. finding a slightly less form, bad form of riot. Bringing in riot number two doesn't actually fix anything, darling. We can do better. We have done better. Miss there will be a solution. We just need to talk. Oh, look at me. I sound like causing. Gowls and, <laughs> and right. sort of shoots a glance over to... Uh, to uh, to Savat. Other than Colette, who else are the um, uh, the lieutenants that Jacqueline has? Because it's them who are going to be the ones who are going to uh, start either fighting each other or um, ordering widespread chaos. What we really need is for them to come over and be with Savat. I don't know how we achieve that. That's what we need. What do Discrediting we do? Jacqueline has got to be the first step to that. If, uh, if, they, are, if they are um, people of conscience, which... Some of them have Half to of be. Them aren't. A lot of them aren't. They're just people in to get a bit of power. A lot of them are there for the wrong reasons anyway. Or they're desperate, which amounts to the same thing. Yeah. Which I don't begrudge anybody. Well, the only way that we're going to uh, prevent a, uh, a widespread conflict is if we have enough people who are with enough clout who believe it's a bad idea. So, we discredit Jacqueline. We offer any of her um, 
lieutenants who are willing to see sense uh, to come to talks here or within the city at least. Uh, maybe we maybe we call the militia and talk to them. Call the leaders of the militia. Well, we're going to have to anyway because essentially their um, their leader is is deposed, is no longer in that position one way or the other. If we then have uh, have the uh, the militia at least round the table, they're not rioting. Yeah, and maybe we can come can to some sort of arrangement. Can we talk to their leaders first, like before we publicly do anything about Jacqueline? Can we talk to them and say you can't trust what, her? What reason have Bring they got to believe to us side? over her at this point? Until we make public what we, we know. We don't. We put them. We put. Well, no, we tell them what we know before it's public. All right. We tell them. We get them to talk to her. To not to Jacqueline. To was it? Cosette. Yeah. We do then have the risk if we tell them that. They will tell her and she'll run away. A lot of them are fanatically loyal. I mean, you saw Cosette. Yeah. Yeah. That I worry about that. Okay. I'm not sure we she need them on side. Her back was against the wall. This is a position of power for her. Where would or she run to? If you tip her off, then she might attack rather than running. Fair. Okay, we don't tip her off. Because I'm right in thinking we can't deal with an attack, right? We could lock down the... I, I will be blunt. With the forces we have on hand, if, if they make their move, we would have to pull almost all of our forces into the courts themselves, lock it down fight out a siege. We could hold out for a few days because they don't have any cannons. At least not ones, not mobile ones. Alright. It would be a siege fought bullet by bullet and ultimately we would lose. But we would be able to hold out for a time. We would very likely lose the gate out of the city, however, and we would not be in a position to protect anyone else. So we could hold out for time, but something would have to change in that time. Who else could we bring in? I'm throwing bullshit suggestions out here at the moment, but let's. Is there anyone else that could help us out? Well. There's some very nice spider tieflings, but there aren't that many of them. Huh. No. They'd be scary, though. This is true. Um, scary tieflings, not necessarily a good thing. True. Also, Just we'd probably that. get all of them killed. That would be bad. Yep. Um, again, if, bullshit suggestions. If we're talking fighting forces here, then I'm uh, I'm hard-pressed. Uh, but... I think if it if it comes to a siege, then the only way that um, uh, you're getting relief is if um, Honoré comes in here with the army, and we all know what that's going to entail. Miss and glance over, over to one of the chairs. Do you mind? Uh, do you mind if? Of course, Addie's. 
he sits down, takes out a notebook yeah, and fucking starts... hell, sit down, you haven't slept in a really long time. <laughs> Sags down a little, <laughs> takes out a notebook. You've got enough coffee, like, do you need more? Sips more coffee and starts writing notes with a little, uh, with his little gold nib fountain pen. Right. If they did move and attack first, then bringing in the army would not have quite such a negative impact. No, you'd be What, you mean if Jacqueline and Hubert already made their move? Yeah. You're quite right, actually. It's not ideal. A lot, of, a lot of innocent people will get hurt, but if everything goes terrible, that, then bringing in the army then's not the bad, the bad I mean, thing. what if we tell the army to wait? It will happen. Mr. I refuse to concede to this year of martial law. Uh, Mr. Ray's pen. For... A thought on that. Also, before I continue, please allow, let me explain. It is not my intent to be a bloodthirsty butcher here. Oh, I know. I'm simply presenting you the best options that I can see. Well, that's why I brought I them in. They're good at finding unorthodox solutions. Quite. That said, I see two or two tactical positions here. If you bring, the, if you wait for the army to come first, and you're able to hold, uh, to hold one of the gates. Uh, the, we have, the, what, the south gate? Yes. Then you would be able to bring the army in, and they would be able to help you essentially fight your way to Jacqueline. Now that carries the political problems that you mentioned. Alternatively, if you were to capture or assassinate Jacqueline, depending on what is more practical, uh, before the atta- uh, before that happens, then that would well likely set off the chaos. If we kill her, she'll be a martyr. But you will also. Mm. We've got to give her a fair trial if we bring her in. I reg- know it's boring, but regardless, so also we've got to, to get expose her for what she is, which is someone who, yeah. while principled, does not care about the collateral damage. We've got to be. It needs to be in the papers. We've got to be something that is not that to people. We've got to be the uh, the uh, the alternative to this. I have Giselle uh, starting out on character assassination soon enough, anyway, as far as the papers are concerned. But um, sorry, you were saying. Huh. But the point is, if you go in without the army, whether your plan is to arrest Jacqueline or to kill her, you will be doing it essentially on your own. You will need to. S- to infiltrate the bastard without the support of an army. We've done that before. We have. Sorry, I don't know where that confidence came from. Um, As a matter of fact. That's real. No, no, it's it's utterly. We have done that did. before, though. We we did that. Yeah, once. we did that. When? Uh, a while ago. So to be around. fair, it was different. Yeah, it wasn't a military base at that point, in all fairness, let's be honest well, here. It was a prison, wasn't it? It was a prison, it was an active prison. Um, but one we... with a small garrison. Hmm? But one with a small garrison during peacetime. Yeah. Mm. This yeah. would be harder. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. But <coughs> if you believe... He glances over the scout. If you believe you are capable... He glances over to um, Miss. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, uh, Miss. Uh, so that glances to Miss. 
Uh, Hugh frowns. Ah, uh, no, I thought for a moment it might not have been as an old castle, but um, you remember there was those reforms about 20 years back? Oh, yes, of course. No, it has been. Bollocks, fuck. That would have been really easy if it wasn't. <laughs> uh. What if... What if we put a price on our head? A lot of people are in poverty right now. That's not actually a terrible idea. What if we put a really, really big price on her head? The um, enough to get enough to bail a person out. The more cynical of her followers time. might give her up. Yeah, but also it would get the news out that she was wanted for pretty bad stuff, especially if we were open about what that was. Uh, if we said there was a confession, if we were fairly black and white about it. Mm -hmm. um, and that might, A, inspire people to overthrow her themselves, but B, it might start the riot and then the army can get here and stop it, rather than... Listen, nods to that. People are starving, you know. Somebody will try. Yeah. You could certainly try that. You will need to. Uh, that is an option. I know it's shit, and I know people still get hurt. Missing uh, looks to Savat. Of course, to avoid the coup issue, if we go with this, then yes, I will efficiently sanction you taking taking control of that army thank you better if we, better if honore is not seen to be leading the charge mm -hmm. now how do we avoid yeah. the shitty thing that is this year of martial law because if you want to avoid a year of martial law mm. then we need to avoid the reprisals that would come from putting down a rebellion of 40,000 people, which is going to require killing at least... Does some maths in his head. At least 4,000 of them, if you are to put it down traditionally. Hmm. Right, well, once... Okay, how do we put it down untraditionally? Once Jacqueline is... Yeah. Um... This will not be bloodless, whatever you do, but if you can keep the number of deaths low, and... Or keep the world from spreading, which would be another way to do it. Once Jacqueline that would is... would prevent... Yeah. Yes. Sorry, continue. No. Once she is disgraced and imprisoned, then um, if the initial um, uh, reaction to that is, uh, is pacified by the army, it is at that point we have to bring everyone else in the uh, militia to the table. Because it will be at that point that they're either going to um, see this as a civil war or they are going to be scrabbling around for some kind of solution. I think that possibly um, uh, Jacqueline's de uh, uh, imprisonment and uh, disgrace will cause them to fracture. Some will, as we've said, be... Uh, more open to working with us than not, but 
Well, to put it in military terms, you've got to uh, divide and conquer. You have to uh, bring at least some of them on board with us so that it isn't just a straight up, the army have come in, boxed everybody's ears, and now there's martial law. If you have enough of them on your side, you won't need martial law because everyone will be working towards the same goal. We do have the issue that her having sent assassins after one of her own will not discredit her in the eyes of a lot of her people. They will also think that it was a necessary sacrifice. You have a point there. But people know that they were friends. Yes. That's the thing. It's not just sending assassins after one of her own. It's betraying one of her long-term best friends, which most people won't be okay with. I think that will shift things a little. Don't get me wrong, I think you'll still get the fanatics who don't give a shit. If she's willing to kill one of her best friends over this, who is she not willing to kill? Put it that way. Many of them will be willing to die for that. And also... They will think if they are a weak link, then they should be taken out of the picture. We should also make it clear that how she did that was to threaten people's families, because I don't think there are many people who will like that tactic. Um, I think... She says a lot of shit about caring about the people of Seoul, and the most we can make her look like she doesn't, actually, the better. Because mm. I think you're hard pushed to make that tactic look okay. I couldn't get people on side who were in the courts of justice, so I had to threaten their families, is also an angle that you can take with that one. Yeah. Does not make her look good, whichever way you dress it up. It makes her look either like a weak leader or a ruthless bitch which is what she is. We need to, I think we're all agreed, get as many of her um, lieutenants on side as possible, because the more we can do that, the fewer liabilities there are going to be. Mm. Mm. Do we have um, any kind of uh, conclusive intelligence on who her um, lieutenants are? We ask Cosette. That's our best option. Alright, that would be uh, a useful thing. But it's just, we need to know who these people are. And we need to, um, uh, to get to them ideally before the army does and before um, Jacqueline does. Again, though, we have the problem with them tipping her off. I'm sorry to go in circles, but... If we get the fanatic ones, they will. Just tell her. But we don't think she's likely to run. No. She might attack. I mean, her attacking isn't a bad thing, in all fairness. Maybe that's not a problem. Because her attacking, at least, then the army will be coming in to stop her rather than... Yeah. Just fuck with loads of civilians. how are we thinking of contacting them? Say we were. I mean, when even well-placed sendings dream, could do it. Yeah, dream. But if you visit someone in a... You don't have to be you, do you? No. You could be Cosette. I could be Cosette. That wouldn't be a problem. Because that could be... I can't do loads, though. I can do, like, two? 
by night. So let's find out how many of them there are. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the likelihood is you're not going to need to get make all a of difference? them. No, there must be... There must be some that are wavering anyway. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Most people who joined up with the militia are civilians who wanted a bit of time of it, right? Yeah, and they did it because yeah. they so were... So there must be some who are thinking this has gone too far. Surely. Yeah. All right. It sounds like you're... It sounds like you have a plan. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> it sounds like you at least have the start, the base of a plan. I guess storming the bastard is the last resort. Yeah, <laughs> I think probably um, storming the bastard is only going to be something that I think we're capable of doing with Honoré and her troops here. But if we were to lead a surgical strike, perhaps, with some of us... That might... We could maybe do it. That might be a better solution. It would also mean uh, far less loss of life, and it would mean that ultimately the result would be the same. It would. We might also be able to get some information from Cosette on how many people they have there, what we're dealing with. Yeah. I... I'm not yeah. sure that should be our first port of call, infiltrating the bastard. No. But I think it's a better option than thought. storming it. Yeah. Yeah. If we need to get in, that's how we should do it. Yeah. Also, so, Matcha, you can um, give us a rundown of its defences, and if we know how many people they have in there, what to look for. I can give you a rundown of the static defenses and what I'm aware of its uh, layout. Uh, I, think we I can know give that you my best guesses as to what they're likely to are against you. But uh, obviously, I've not seen the inside of it lately. Mm. Alright. I can tell you what I'm reasonably certain they do and don't have. Uh, which, as That's far as. something. Which. To the best of my knowledge, they have... In fact, would you like that information now or at a later point? Uh, now won't hurt, you know, while we're making decisions, yeah. if you don't right. mind. So, let's talk about the, uh, about the layout of the bastard. So, of course, it is a classical fortress mm -hmm. and therefore is built to be defensible against air attack due to the... Uh, Periodic worm flights and issues with the young dragons attempting to carve out... Uh, That's a, a point. Up north, what happened to that dragon that was attacking you up there? Oh shit, yeah, that was bad. Jeez. I know I wasn't there. I'm going to scratch that. I was Oxana at yes. that point. That's an out-character mistake. <laughs> no. I'm going to scratch that. No. Reverse. What? Long story. Uh, we told you, there was a dragon. <laughs> I got bit, remember? Oh yeah, is that okay now? Are you alright? Fine. She represents a significant asset, and uh, we do not currently have the money to buy her contract. So she's still fighting, and we are doing our best to respond to her. Ugh. Hideous. Unfortunately, that is the reality of war. You cannot win every single uh, portion of a battle. 
Now, as I raise an eyebrow at him. Not every single person. You can win. Every, you can win battles. You can win wars, but you will not. But on, with a few exceptions, it is rare that you will, that every single engagement between your troops will win. Mm. Sounds like quitter talk. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> smirks and raises an eyebrow at that, but then continues. Regardless, as far as the defenses of the bastards are concerned. It is difficult to approach from the air. Mm -hmm. The upper gallery, uh, where you, uh, the upper gallery, so all the windows uh, have iron bars across them, what thin enough to prevent uh, mages, uh, both halfling and human mages, from simply flying in, mm -hmm. uh, but wide enough to permit the firing of uh, muskets the holes. Mm -hmm. This is especially true for the positions above the out the outer gate. Regardless, were you to fly in uh, through the so the main point of entryway is the main gate. Under the uh, the gateway itself uh, classically has murder holes from above mm -hmm. in order for shooting or dropping defensive elements down. It also has Two portcullises, uh, an interior and an exterior, as well as a set of heavy wooden interior doors, which can be closed to prevent uh, dragon fire. So, assuming you make you walk your way through that, you'll then need to fight your way through the courtyard. They will have defensible positions all above and around the courtyard in the surrounding wall to fire down on troops that were invading their way through. Then you reach the keep itself. The, there is an internal, there is a garter house that you will need to make your way into from this, uh, from the main doors. There is a side door which leads to the pantry, uh, uh, the kitchen and down to the uh, dungeons. However, oh, that's where we were last time. Yes. Mm. However, the, set, uh, the passages from there lead only back up to the guardhouse. Mm -hmm. So regardless, you would need to go on through the guardhouse. Uh, you need to go via the guardhouse to get to the main staircase. The guardhouse itself also has concealed walls within it from, uh, with removable murder holes. For uh, through which troops may attack. Do they have dwarven arches? Uh, it does not have a dwarven arch. Dwarven arches are... He glances over to uh, Savat. Hideously expensive. That they are. It's the reason we had to... Borrow Nick one from the palace. Quite. Because uh, it's worked so well before. <laughs> the... If the palace, uh, if the designers of the palace were smart enough to put a dwarf arch in and stupid enough not to make their uh, palace only accessible from a single entrance, then that is the fault of the architects. Yeah, palace wasn't that hard to get into. I assure you the fortress will be harder. I'd hope so. Well... Unlike if a palace, which is essentially designed to be somewhere impressive, a fortress is designed to actually be held. Well, how we got in last time, we, we didn't break in. We had somebody inside who was under duress and 
got us out. We got sent in as prisoners. Then we had a poor little chef man cause a distraction so we could get out again. That may well be a valid approach for you to make this time. Regardless, I think it would be better than trying to fight our way through everything. If we did have to get in, I think it would be a matter of distraction and lies and disguises and shit. Well, I'm giving you the, my best estimate of the military capabilities. Mm. Once you get through the guardhouse, you would need to get up, up the staircase. It is a classical staircase designed so that a uh, spiral staircase designed so only a small number of troops may engage at a time with an advantage to the defender who will be firing from above down. Mm -hmm. Finally, at the top is where uh, I imagine you will find their war room. There is a large uh, chamber which is kitted out with suitable tables and also uh, suitable tables and so on uh, to, uh, to create a, a uh, sanctum uh, to be used as a war room. So if you're looking to find Jacqueline, she will most likely retreat there. So once you get your way up to the staircase, it will be a case of fighting your way past any personal guards she may have in order to capture Kyla. Mm. That is my mm. assessment. Don't know about anybody else, but price on her head doesn't seem to be a terrible option. No. How's I... everybody else feeling? That's certainly yeah. not a, uh, um. a bad thing. Also, if it is one of her um, subordinates who gives her up, this is... It's going to look dodgy as all hell, but I think it's um, the... So, we it does warn them we're coming to some degree. Like We don't know that there won't be a traitor betraying us. That's true. It could be a big old Although trap. We, we forget. They already think that um, uh, that Cosette has talked days, weeks okay. ago. If we pick the right person and appeal to them with this price, if we found a weak link that had, you know, family problems that could be solved with a lot of money or, or was wavering anyway or both, We'd have to talk to Gazette to find out who that person was, but I think that's a good idea. Mm. There might be somebody who'd help us get in for the right price. Yeah. Or help, or get her out for the right price, you know, distract her somehow, get her into a location where we could get her. <sighs> Difficult. Well, uh, Corson looks at Savat and says, well, only you know what you've got to spend. I... Hmm. Obviously, we're in a financial crisis at this particular I know, point. I know money's not the best solution here, but it's However, we could perhaps go as far as 5,000. It's a ridiculous sum of money. That's it's a, a ridiculous sum of money, of money to the ordinary person, yes. Mm. It's unfortunately not a ridiculous, a life-changing amount of money to a government. No, but, but economy is scale. I think I can... It's what I think I can get get out of the fund. All right. Misson raises pen. Actually, uh, hmm. bit of good news on that front. He gestures to the party. The friends who they sent to speak to me have presented me with a fantastic presented us with a fantastic opportunity. Mm. And once the uh, northern front is more established. 
and stabilized, uh, I believe we have a solution to your issue. You see, it turns out there is, of course, a city of ridiculously wealthy slavers, right, essentially right beneath our feet. Not right beneath our You're feet. You're talking actually, about the one on off. fire. Which has recently suffered a horrendous natural disaster. How has, could that have happened? Has what a tragedy. Uh, oh, no. It is my understanding that they have very compromised defences, and furthermore, there are two traitors who are willing to provide information on their defences, as well as a complex map. Traitor number three, if you need any more, I can <laughs> hand up. Three traitors, and indeed, I do remember you originally making that offer. Yeah. With the... Once, on top of that, they've also revealed to me, uh, thanks to one of my officers who I sent down to assist matters, the location of a tunnel, which will lead us past the exterior bastions. We could take time to bring down an army there, march on the first, on one of the interior bastions and then go for the city. I think we will be able to garner sufficient funds to resolve our national debts. There is a fuckload of money down there. At least, certainly enough to take the pressure off. Also, it's time that place was dismantled. I don't suppose the other two are going to have um, too much problem with that. <laughs> so that France remains. Sandra will love it. Nods. <laughs> I'll need to get it through. I'll need to get it through the assembly, assuming that we have an assembly at that point. But honestly, I don't think you'll struggle. I can give you so much dirt on all the shit that is happening, all uh, the problems down there. I think that will make it very easy to sell that very well. Just sit down with me for an hour. I will tell you of all the violations of people's. Oh, I'll just have you talk. Tell it directly to the assembly. Of course, of course. Now, and so, 5,000, however, for the moment is what I think I can offer, which is a life-changing amount mm. to most people. All right. All right, so how do we do this? Are we doing a price on her head for a specific group of people, or are we just putting a general price on her head out into the city and hoping somebody goes for her? Hmm... I think we should talk to Cosette, see who is most likely to jump at it, and approach them directly. If they go for yeah, it... Yeah, see if there is anyone. And if there isn't, then maybe we do the general one. Yeah, that's but fine. It's worth talking to her, but you're if, right, we need that bit of But if just one person goes for it, then uh, no one else needs to know at this point. It's going to um, come out in the fullness of time anyway. But if we've got an in, then... The fewer people who know about this, uh, the, the better. Then I'll hold off on making a public, well, <clears throat> public as in telling people to tell people about this bounty until you've negotiated individually with these people. All right. Great. So know that that is your budget to work with. It's a good budget. <laughs> Please don't come back asking for more. It will be much harder to swing. I don't think we'll need more, to be honest. That's so much money. Hmm. So it's half a ship, in fact. Um, <laughs> we need to deal with that at some point. That's not for this room. Anyway. 
Can we claim it if we get it? No, never mind. That's a silly question. <laughs> <laughs> so that Glot seems to pr- think on this for a moment. Miss and raise an eyebrow and coughs. <clears throat> you can Sorry. claim some of it. No. We're joking. We're good. Thank you. So... With regards to that, then, it seems that on my end, you need me to be... You need me to begin the smear campaign. So we've got... Bear in mind, we've got two days, so we're going to hit this hard. Mm. We'll need to... So as far as the propaganda is concerned, we want to get out that she tried to... We need to get out the confession, uh, the testimony against her. We need to get out that she attempted to kill one of her closest friends and that she blackmailed the guards to do it. Gillette said she employed mind readers. That was a thing that she was using against us for ages. She was really funny about the fact that we employed mind readers. They made it a whole thing against the assembly. Gillette, the soldier, when I read her mind... She immediately said, oh, Jacqueline employs mind readers. We might want to get that out, too. Okay, so use of mind readers. Also the fact that she... Because that is actually true, supposedly, so... Also the fact that she was willing to kill the person who actually did finally make the confession that uh, incriminated her. Also the fact that they were best friends. That should really be sent up. Very well. Willing to murder her best friend and most loyal servant. I will put that all of that in. Just, yeah, I know the mind readers is small, but she did use that to smear us, so if she's doing it, it looks really bad. Yeah. Okay. So that will, that's what, I will, what, what I'll be doing in my end. Uh, Missing. Well, you should start by getting some sleep. Yes, please do. Fucking hell. Uh, I intend to take a four-hour catnap after this, yes. Uh, and Four whole hours, um, lucky you. <laughs> I have lived through worse, and I get the feeling that time would be of the essence. Quite. I'm going to need you. I will take that time to write up an official paper granting you command over the army. With a formal request to remain outside of the city and intervene should it become necessary on a direct order from myself and not before. Just so you have so we have that there to when the riots start. That's going to put an awful lot of consciousness at ease, I think. That's one Uh, way to look at it. Yeah. Regardless, it's important that the assemblies most famous general, most successful general is seen to be doing this. Mm. Agreed. And you, and for your part, and the, so you're going to be, ta- so you're going to t- need to interrogate Cosette, head off to deal with, and then make contact with an attempt to convert any of the militia leaders that you feel you can. We'll try. All right. Whether that's through dreams or actually speaking to them. Um, see who we've got. Mason closes his notebook, folds it away. Well, then, 
Are we at a point where martial law doesn't quite need to happen? Glunt looks to Savat. Savat, friends. If this if works. If you can pull this off. If you can pull this off in a way that means that we are able to settle the uprising that occurs, especially if you can bring portion as at least a portion, but ideally as much of the militia into line with the idea of keeping the peace rather than resisting it, then yes. I think it will depend a lot on that. If you, the more of the leadership of the militia that you can bring on to side, the less, frankly, the less bloody the result of an uprising is going to be. Agreed. I, just, I don't know if I'm being black and white here, but I just think that if you're going to start doing things like bringing in conscription uh, and no. stealing people's children against their will, we might as well be in the Underdark with all the slavers, because that's the same thing. Missing Gonser's over. I am going to need more troops, and we will. And if we can settle this, then we'll put a, a great deal of. I suppose we'll borrow yet more money and put it into propaganda, so you can do a recruiting drive, with volunteer soldiers. Provided things are not too desperate, that's all I want. That's all I. Then I can work with that. And if we can hold this, then maybe things won't be that desperate. Volunteers fight better than conscripts anyway. They do have a shit army um, if they're all there against their will. You've also got a lot of hungry people. You guarantee them a meal every day. A meal and That's roof. a pretty appealing job. Mm. Yeah. As Miss. well as getting paid. I mean, yeah. Mason taps the side of his cheek. With his pen. And send money home to their families if they're desperate. It's not a bad deal. I mean, if you... Sorry. <clears throat> I mean, if you will... Uh, if you would authorise this... What? You're going... There... Sorry, it turns to you. You're going to try and bring some of the militia... Uh, bring some of the militia onto side. The ones that help... Keep the peace after this... Rather than trying to, rather than rising up, I'm happy to offer them work. I'm happy to enlist them if they volunteer. So they yeah. get paid. They don't get paid for being in the in the militia, do they? It's essentially a group of civilians with axes, as far as I'm aware. I mean, it could be said that they're arranging their own pay, which is sort of the problem. But yes. No, but mm. solid pay. A legitimate pay. That's the thing. Yeah. Like this, this is a very short-term solution if we look. F if we look at a person with a family, this is keeping the family alive for now. An actual job is keeping the family alive potentially for years. We do need them to believe in the authority of the state, that they can trust it. And yes, I've always, I will ensure, <laughs> frankly, armies march on their stomachs. And if you're in the army, I can at least ensure that you get fed. Mm-hmm. But be warned, it takes more than a shilling a day to make someone willing to lay down their life, especially without pay. You must speak to their soul and start a fire in it, 
And that fire is what you will face in these militia. So be aware of that when you make your negotiations. We will. Right. I need to sleep. Please sleep. Go to bed. Fucking hell. <sighs> Mr. President, you're dismissed. Get some rest, Matcha. Thank you very hmm. much. He salutes and slightly totters off. Oh, no. Right then. Right then. If that's all, I hope this works. And I imagine sometimes in the course of the work I've asked you to do, you've wondered why, why you? Yeah. Yeah, like every day. Why not nope. send a, why not send a diplomat to go negotiate things? with the royalists why not send one of our groups of soldiers to go deal with some of the problems early on like rescuing Letitia because I saw in you this this willingness and ability to try and find another way you consider things that I don't consider but I am praying to the regent that you're right today sometimes I worry you have too much faith in us <laughs> well he pours he pours out a few glasses small tots of brandy passes into the front of the table <laughs> Yeah, I take one too. Here's hoping my faith is not misplaced. Cheers. 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 Clink. Takes a, he downs his glass. Do the same. All so right. You'll find Cosette in uh, the quarters we're keeping her in. Right. Right. Best of luck. We should probably go and do that now, shouldn't we? Yep. No time like the present. A word of warning. Mm? Tomorrow evening is the scheduled release of the noble prisoners. Shit. <laughs> I just said. Fucking hell. So we, we have a time limit. So everything has to be done by tomorrow evening. Well, the army will also be here tomorrow evening. Oh, goody. Um. Okay. However, it is while. at least very early. It is really early. It's like 6.30 in the morning. Oh, God. It is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you'll have... So you have as much time as you can gather. Best of luck. That's actually a decent amount of time. Thank you. Anyone else from anyone? A anything else from anyone, even? Sorry, it's early. I No, I, I can't think of anything right now. We, we should uh, get on. No. Yeah, we should. All right. To Cosette? Yeah. Yeah. All right. You head down into actually the chamber, uh, actually the corridor that is uh, guarded by all of the soldiers because it leads to the royal apartments and into a smaller side chamber 
which you feel was probably meant to be part of the kind of set of apartments awarded to the royal to royalty, and is actually more of a cupboard. Mm-hmm. I say cupboard. It's not like a small cupboard. This is quite a large cupboard. Uh, and it looks kind of like storage space. But is it's what you're saying. very much storage space that someone has dra- uh, has dragged a camp bed and some supplies into. There are guards on both sides of the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and you move it, and as you enter, you see the slightly sallow-eyed, after recent events, form with Cosette Gautori, a blonde halfling, hands scarred from small tool injuries. She's been given different clothes to her prison outfit. She is just wearing a bra- just wearing a white shirt and long brown trousers. Hello. Hello. How? Morning. Good morning. Uh, morning. How are you? She glances down to her side at uh, at a empty bowl uh, with a few gruel stains in it. Well, I haven't felt poisoned yet. (laughs) Good. What good would poisoning you do, darling? Recent circumstances have left me... Well. Oh. Oh, you're not thinking that we'd poison you. Understandable. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm sorry. that It's, it's very early. She smiles thinly. To be fair, no point doing anything to you now. You've already confessed. Yes, I am. Um, it would do them no good. Already gave everything to the lady with the pen. So, what brings you to my cell? We might need a little more information. Yes, there's... She closes her eyes, and you can kind of see from the way the eyeballs move that she's rolling them. Hmm. All right. Sorry. Sorry to bother you, really. <laughs> this is information that is going to, if we are successful, save lives. Okay. Potentially a lot, and also... As many as we can. Yeah, maybe avoid a horrible assault by the army and all sorts of shit. Okay. Whatever you want. Right. Um, So you were Jacqueline second, weren't you? She nods. What we need to know is you can't have been the only person who was sort of underneath her. There must have been other people in her sort of elite team, other lieutenants. Um, what we want to know is were there any who were A, wavering their support to her or B, in some sort of family situation where a lot of money would change everything? Hmm. People of conscience. That too. Jacqueline had a number, has a number of people around her. However, if you're asking about the, my best guess is to the current leadership of her party, or I suppose of the militia, as I assume that is what you're actually wanting to know. Yes. 
Yeah. Three names then spring out. Well, hmm, four, actually, but one I can't tell you anything about. Why? I've never met them. Okay, could you give us the name anyway? Of course. Just in case. Monsieur A. Duval, the writer. Hmm. Hmm. Ah. Hey, Duval. We heard the name Duval before. He is the main yeah. writer for that uh, for the Voice of Liberty. Oh, that. Yeah, Duval. him. Right. Hmm. I have never met him personally. I believe he corresponds with Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. Good to know. One hears rumours, perhaps that he is unable to leave his house, confined to a bathtub, for a disfiguring skin condition. Ah. That's one of them. I also heard that he's just a drunk writer, he never leaves his house. I mean, from his articles. That sounds more likely. That would make a lot of sense. In any case, the three that I know, and that are most, uh, that are actively... likely to be actively leading the militia. Duval is more of a rebel rouser. First of all, there's Pierre. Mm -hmm. Pierre and I were with uh, Jacqueline from the start. We are two of her, two old friends of hers. Okay, so old friend like you were. She nods. Okay. Of the three, we Pierre is the you... closest to Jacqueline. Okay, so he's close to her. Was he close to you too? We were friends. Were you a group of three, or were you both close there to There were other We were part of a group of close friends. The others, for one reason or another, did not get involved in leadership of the... Of the militia, let's say. Mm. Pierre is you're asking for someone who's concerned about their family Pierre was struggling long before things heated up and the revolution the famines before it everything else made it worse Mm. he had two daughters had as I said, the famine made things worse. I see. In their place, he grew to care about the people on the street instead. Those who lived along the um, eastern wall. Those who, those who visited St. Elodie's. And the patrons of uh, the old duck, of course. Mm-hmm. Smiles a little. She smiles a little. He's looking to protect them. Mm-hmm. He's seen what the old regime has done to people like us. But okay. there are many who are who have always been poor, him amongst them, and there are many he would look to help, close to him. 
But as I say, he was the closest. The second is unexpected, a recent arrival. A former um, member of the old regime, one who mm. changed her tune. Not exactly, an old member of the government. The uh, former financial minister. Miss Letitia Robbery. Oh. Okay. After um, the assembly gained prominence, she found herself released from her protective custody. Oh, see, for a second. That was the one that we got out, that wasn't That was the it? one you got out. The really horrible one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was the worst. Yep. Uh, who, who who basically provided mm-hmm. the uh, the document uh, the the, the uh, testimony to discredit the the crown? Yeah, so she she was the per- like when she says got out of protective custody, we got her out. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. After that, um, she came to she began to speak with uh, Jacqueline, who convinced her that the future lay with us, lay with the people, not the nobility. Hmm. And oh, whether... so she converted Jacqueline? No, Jacqueline converted her. Oh, okay, cool. Ja- Jacqueline persuaded her to speak to our people, to, to join them. And she's proven charismatic, a capable organizer and has gained a lot of support. She I would say she is now in a position to be one of Jacqueline's main lieutenants. So she's popular, you'd say? Perhaps not so much with those who meet her in person, but... she's an arsehole. Yeah, fair enough. Because that shrugs. I don't particularly like her, but she is has an unexpected gift for tactics mm-hmm. and is good at organizing people. Her, those who uh, answer to her tend to be well supplied and well organized mm-hmm. and that commands a degree of loyalty. Okay. No, but uh, honestly I find it difficult to believe she's in this for anything for any other reason than she any other reason than that she sees it as uh, the best way to secure her own skin she's also going to be the least mm. likely to um, to be moved by the offer of money oh I think she'd be yeah. moved by an offer of money I think she just wants a lot okay she shakes her head and then there is um, the third. Mm-hmm. He's new. Um, David uh, Estelle, the halfling, like me. He um, he rose to prominence when in the first riots. After the first riots, the ones uh, outside of Silk Street, when he was a beggar. And he saw a vision, he says, of Saint uh, Victory appearing in the air before him. 
And he said that he took that as a sign. I didn't sign. do it that time. You totally did do it that time. That's exactly oh, the do time it that she's time. referring to, and she has no idea. You saw a vision of St. Victor. Did I do You tried Shh. to be of the region. Uh, <laughs> Are you, you saying a... this out loud in character? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Just, shit. like, fucking yeah. nudging. Your elbow <laughs> the, in, the, in the ribs quickly. Um, he saw a vision of St. Victory and... I heard it was supposed to be the Regent, but okay. <laughs> Someone didn't get to go to Regent school. She shrugs well, out. Fair enough. <laughs> Regardless, in, since then, he, he fought in that uh, riot and protected a number of people. And it seemed the experience seemed to change him. He f- found, I suppose you could say, speaking to him, uh, he found religion in a way he had not before. So as it uh, fa- finally felt that the regent was looking out for us, and it's driven him to become a true defender of the people. He cares strongly about everyone that uh, he fights for, and it's led, inspired a number of people to fight with him. He might actually have uh, become, I would say, almost uh, formed his own small army if Jacqueline had not uh, convinced him to side with the uh, militia. So if someone's going to take over, if she's fucked, it might be him. If he was thinking of forming his own group anyway. But he is um, perhaps the most idealistic, even after Pierre. Mm-hmm. He is driven so, by a So he won't like the fervor. fact that she was, she was threatening people's families. He's not going to like that. No. I imagine not. He's the one with... Um, he and, Le- and Letitia both have relatively weak personal connection to um, Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. I, think I mean, if she's... you want to appear in someone's dream as the regent... And claim that they're fighting for the wrong side, then... I mean, that sounds like enormous... I'm not saying. If I it mean, goes also, wrong, it will be it, so bad. Causing gets a bit of a thousand yards to her. <laughs> does occur to me that, uh... didn't actually see the regent in the first place, and if we could convince him of that, we could dismantle quite a lot of this shit. You're planning to stage a false... Vision of a saint when he saw an actual vision of a saint. He didn't see an actual vision of a saint. I bagged it up. It was meant to be the regent. Make a persuasion check, Scamp. (laughs) Can they have advantage because I helped them? No, no. This is that's cancelled by the difficulty of believing that statement. Twenty-one. She opens her mouth, and then. They were going to kill people. I had to do something. Just gives you a weird look. It's diffi- It's kind of difficult to read. It looks like a mix of emotions. There's a bit of awe, 
a little bit of disdain and a lot of fear. Did we did we break it's... you there, darling? Are you all right? It was just a little illusion. But people were going to get hurt. Well, that turned out well. Yeah, I really balls that one up, didn't I? No, maybe it did turn out well. It needed to happen. You tried. Yeah. It's more than any of the rest of us did. Hm. There are worse things to do. To think of it. You are the spark to light our fire. And now here you are planning to, sp- uh, to stamp it up? No, we're just no, trying to put everyone off. on one side. We're just trying. We're enough of your stupid metaphors about sparks and fires and all that flowery shit. We're just trying to keep the most people alive. Well, the same thing is true then as is true now. We are trying to prevent the largest amount of loss of life we can. Good for you. There's a sharpness that returned to rise for a few minutes, but you can see it fading again. Say wherever you can. That is the plan. Uh, nope. Is there anything else? Uh, is there anything else? I don't know. Do you have any... Not that I can think of. Do you have any family of your own? <sighs> she nods. I have, um, I have a half-sister, um, and actually a number of cousins, halfling families. Hmm. They, um, she swallows. Had the half-sister. I'm sorry. My cousins um, live over in uh, Sunda. They moved to uh, one of the colonies there. To St. Gregorsville, actually, after uh, the war. Oh. Hmm. Well, I was going to say, it's... It's only a small thing, but if um, if we could arrange for uh, some some writing implements to be brought up to you, so you can uh, write to them, reassure them that we're you're actually um, okay. We're Thank actually you. going to Sunder. If it's possible, we could even take it ourselves. Obviously, after all this, fuck knows when it'll happen, but. Come now, we both know what is going to happen. When this is done, and the trials are over, I will pay a visit to Madame Guillotine. And you know what? If nothing else comes out of this, that will be an improvement. Because people like me, in the old regime, they used to cut holes in your body and pour molten lead into you. 
That's how they used to Oh, be. no. Wow. No. Why? What? Because people like a spectacle. We're not anywhere different, are we? I really thought the surface was better. People love people. Drawn about by spiders. Holes in you and molten lead put into your body. It's all the same shit. It's for a show, isn't it? She rubs her eyes. I appreciate that you and I have found ourselves on different sides. But believe. Believe that the world can change. It is only by people like us who believes that the world can be better, that it can be made better. They will tell you your whole life that nothing can change, that that is the way things are. They will tell you that this is the way it has been done since your mother's time, your grandmother's time, and forever and forever. But the world can change. We've seen it. I know. I think however we went about it, we've always had that in common. Yeah. Well, not always. I didn't used to think like this, but... Things are different now. Thank you, I would... um... Appreciate uh, paper and pen, and um, if you would do me the favor of delivering, I think that's that's the least we can do. Yeah, it's a shit situation. She nods. Um, Obviously, we'll have to tell us where and all that. I will write down. I will write down the uh, last. Non address. It gets sent to a post office. And mm-hmm. I'll also have three months on a boat in which I can send, so if you'd like them to be warned at all, I can do that. Up to you, though. That's your choice. I'd rather not, you not open my letters. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to open your letters. I just... Just deliver some. All right. That I can do. We're really good at delivering letters. There's never consequences. Out <laughs> <laughs> of character laugh. First year disguises hairs with a cough. Thank you. Is there anything else? No, I think... Um, no, thank you. We'll get you a paper and pen and we'll, we'll leave you alone. She nods and sits back down. Actually, um, if you could, um, if you could get me hold of a um, copy of the scriptures, feels like it's time to do some reading before the final test. Honestly, I'm sure that can be arranged. As you wish. Thank you. And when. Fucking courts of justice, somebody must have one, mustn't they? <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Farewell. She sits. 
She just stares downwards, waiting for you to leave. Yeah, we leave, I think. Unless yeah. anyone else. No, of course we go. You step out and get ready to prepare the next step of your plan. But before we get to that, I'm actually going to call a break here. And we are going to continue with potentially impersonating a saint maybe or inception who knows um, with some possible inception stuff well we promised inception last time and we, we didn't did. deliver, we did. deliver so. <laughs> after these no doubt important messages and now for a word from our friends over at the roaring trainers Welcome to the Roaring Trainers, Kanto and the Jazz Age, a real play, 5e, D&D podcast set in a 1920s Pokemon world. Follow Wesley, Sundoran, Atticus, and little Abby as they meet new friends, discover new Pokemon, and explore the landscape on their Pokemon journey. With mature themes, funny jokes, and sometimes dark storylines, the Roaring Trainers is a story for those of us who grew up on Pokemon and are looking for a Pokemon adventure that grew up with us. Follow them on Twitter and find them on any podcasting app by searching The Roaring Trainers. took everything from us, Abby. I don't know who they are. I know the Red Rocket, but I don't know what that means. I just, I gotta find out though. How am I supposed to beat all the gym leaders if I don't have any more Pokemon and if I can't win any battles? Fail more. The more you learn, the better you'll get. Everything in life is just an experience. It's all data. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Roaring Trainers, Kanto in the Jazzy. Alison Inquara, support the legitimate authority by liking, rating, and subscribing to Flintlocks and Fireballs. No, voice of liberty, throw off the shackles of the oppressors by liking, rating, and subscribing to Flintlocks and Fireballs. Filthy rebel scum, tool of the dominating old class. Ah! Ah! And welcome back. So, you've left Cosette's closet, cell, <laughs> place where she's being kept. It is about half seven in the morning. There are thereabouts. So early. <laughs> so, I hate it. I don't like the morning. <laughs> what are your plans? Jeffrey's still asleep. Why aren't we? Oh, I wish I was still asleep. Um, so, we've got options. We've got Pierre, we've got Letitia, we've got David. I don't know why I'm pretending to have energy. Maybe it's helping me pretend that I actually have some. But, which one do we want to go for? <laughs> In short. Um, oh. Well, it seems like I mean, from what she was saying that uh, David had the, the largest amount of uh, manpower behind him, for want of a better term. True. Um, and also, if he's of a particularly religious bent, that's an inn. It is an inn. I could legitimately pretend to be St. Victory in uh, in the dream. Also, though, I did think about Pierre. Because... He's a man with a family. Although he's really, really close to her. He's a man of family. 
He's got people he cares about at the old duck. Um, might be worth checking if any of the people's families who were threatened were from that area, because that could be an in with him. That's uh, true. And also, also, he's another old friend. And he thinks he's close to her and immune to any kind of punishment she might dole out because he's an old friend. And if we let him know that actually that doesn't matter and she was going to strangle the other old friend, then that might be also an in. Yeah. Do we know where the families she threatened were? It'd be a um, big old lucky coincidence, but if one of them was in his area... Well, Gillette told us where ask. her family was. Yeah, but, but the rest dealt the others... with it internally. We, we should ask, though. Because that is an inn. I'd like, um... You go to ask. I'd like Corzin to make a luck check for me, please. Corzin, okay. I mean, actually... Yeah, I say Corzin because he's got the lucky feet, but in fairness, Celestia is the one who suggested it, so I might actually ask oh, Celestia to okay. make this check here. Okay. Four. <laughs> no. Why me? I don't want you... to... You... Interrogate the interrogators. We, who a- we ask. We don't interrogate. We just ask. <laughs> you ask the people who uh, carried out the interrogations on the soldiers uh, who have been imprisoned, uh, and they communicate to you some knowledge. Um. So, yes, Gillette's family was uh, in the Yellow Quarter. I believe I mentioned before, which is not quite the same area. Others had families elsewhere in the country. Uh, at least two of them, uh, uh, although actually, yeah, at least two of them apparently did it uh, because uh, uh, it was more a case of repaying a debt. Okay, so they hmm. were under duress to some yeah. capacity. Mm. Scrimshaw. <laughs> yeah, maybe, actually. Hmm. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> They've used them before. It makes sense. Ooh, Assa- the other assassin was <laughs> Scrimshaw Fiber. <laughs> mm. No, yeah, we've already done for one hag. Really, let's, let's really bad. <laughs> I have no faith in her ability to win that fight either. <laughs> she's got no! so many people. She's basically got an army at this point. Uh. <laughs> no. Um, well, the difference that was being not is in she's, character. <laughs> she's not directly Please. antagonistic to us. Yet. Oh, uh, time, darling, honestly. Um, right, so. So, we've, so that's no good, except that now we know exactly who they are and we can tell him these people have been threatened. That's true. That's better that's than vaguely true. saying. Oh, the families were threatened, yeah. That's better than saying that. Uh, Letitia we have a really good chance of getting her to turn because she doesn't give a shit but also if she does turn not many people will give a shit because I reckon people will know that what do you Um, think? if if she's been persuasive and charismatic there's no reason she can't do that again to say especially if we've got all three of them if we can get three of them on our side one because they feel betrayed one because the gods say so and the other for a bunch of money together yeah. that's quite powerful it is quite powerful any one right. of them would be good but three of them that's a big deal yeah or that, even two you know that's even a block yeah up for some more negotiations then are we oh! I guess so. 
But just, just like like one day, and like nothing shit happens. Just like one, you know. Well, you know, mm. my plan for the, uh, today was just to go and see Fighty, and you know, Get we're some not ice even cream. we're not even at second breakfast yet, mm. and that's already gone out the window. Did we have first breakfast? Does that happen? You had cram it was and coffee. Coffee yeah. and cram, and that does not count. <laughs> <laughs> How about a nice pub breakfast? Um, that makes sense. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> um, what do we? What do we? How do we do this? Help. We're going. <laughs> well, we've met Pierre. It's not Where a bad place Pierre? to start. He owns the pub we did a heist planning in. The old duck. Yes. Yeah, Pierre yeah, that's his that pub. Bloke. We we yes. got drunk with fighty in there. Will that's we get murdered in that it. pub because people know that we're with the assembly? I mean, they can try. Yeah, honestly, they can yeah. try at this point. They can fucking try at this point. <laughs> Good luck to them. I'll, I'll drop a fucking confusion spell if everything goes really terribly. <sighs> Worked last time on a whole pub. Yep. Uh, hopefully they'll be more sensible than that, though. We walk in there peacefully. We talk to him best we can. Yeah. We don't threaten anyone. No. We shouldn't need to. I don't no. want to. All right. He cares about these people, so this we've got to tread carefully. Yeah. Well, we, we don't want to give him any reason to worry about them that's from us, to be honest. No. Mm. <sighs> okay. Well, at least my fucking coat's on point, just saying. Not that yep. that affects anything, but well, I'm yeah. trying to find good things in the day. It is actually a... <laughs> uh, it's a very... It, you know, it's a very nice new, uh, new coat. It goes... <laughs> Actually, doesn't go too badly with the um, shadowy waistcoat, which she fortunately took off shortly before getting uh, all your old clothes got immolated. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, you head out uh, across, uh, out of the Courts of Justice, across Victory's Bridge, um, where you can hear already. uh, So. Where already you can uh, hear voices uh, calling out. Alison Guardian! Alison oh, no. Guardian! So just, no, it's not the Guardian, sorry. It's. Uh, Voice of Liberty? It was the Inquirer. Inquirer. And the yeah, the Guardian's been shut down, sorry. Alison Inquirer! Oh, Alison no, fucking buy one. How much do you want? Do you, uh, do you pass? Okay, I'll give her a silver. Thank you. I learned something to take your money. Passes you. <laughs> Fair enough, darling. Uh, at the other side of this, uh, uh, not far away, you hear this one go, Voice of Liberty! Voice of Liberty! There's the two, you, see, you actually see the, the family resemblance between these two half thing girls, and when it goes, Hey, sell your wag somewhere else! The Voice of Liberty <laughs> is the one that wrote the dickhead article about Scamp, yeah? Yeah. I'll buy one. Okay. One, one copper. I give her one copper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, she takes a, a, a 
one of the uh, one of the two halfling sisters sticks a tongue out at the other. <laughs> Do we pass by at any point anywhere even near um, the uh, the building that we were held in after um, Celestia was kidnapped? Yes, that was in fact the old duck. Oh, okay. Oh, that's convenient. <laughs> that's <very> convenient. <laughs> oh no, we really can't do anything hostile though. Well, what? No, so what that must be a different to... mission. If I remember correctly, that was actually the old duck. Okay. Well, was or was it? Was it definitely that one, or was it on the same road as that one? Uh, I think you were held in the, in the in the yeah, it was a beer cellar part, in the it beer cellar like of that part. Oh yeah, that sounds like a pub. Right, what Corson is going <laughs> oh, well. to do when he gets nearby is he's going to um, see if, just you know, on the off chance, um, he's going to do the locate object spell and see if he can find where the mask went. Okay, before you do that, you glance at the headlines of the papers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the uh, so the Voice of Liberty uh, is. Uh, is highlighting uh, is headlined um, <clears throat> mil- uh, ah, yes. militias uh, militia delivers uh, bread third, uh, militia delivers bread second week running and it's essentially a propaganda piece about uh, the soup kitchens uh, that the militia has been setting up uh, mm-hmm. in the city the uh, guardian not the Guardian. The Guardian was was disbanded. Uh, the Enquirer uh, it is headlined. Thinking about the order of events that happened, they're going to they're going to do an afternoon printing. So the morning printing uh, is reads murder in uh, murder in the court, and talks about how uh, assassins were apprehended. Uh, within the courts of justice, however, room it cannot be confirmed. Uh, the rumors cannot be confirmed that their intended target may well have been killed. It's in times like these that it's, it's important that we trust the legitimate authority, etc., etc. Oh, but, that's awful. But it's, it's just a lot less sexy, isn't it? Mm. You know what I mean. But it definitely seems to be conveying no. the message that <laughs> Cosette is dead. No, but I don't know. They they're using all this language like trust the legitimate authority. It's just a bit less fun. I know that sounds terrible because that's the side that we're mm. on. But it does sound a bit less fun, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, the uh, the moderates are always going to seem a little bit more boring by comparison, even when the yeah. Um, I just even you know what side I'm on. I'm not saying anything against them. I just yeah. Somehow it needs to sound a bit more enticing, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, if one side are starting soup kitchens and also our side aren't, maybe we should change that and do a bit more to help out the hungry people. Yeah. I think the militia might have taken all the food. That probably True, is. Uh... Savat's got a, a magical 5,000 gold that would buy a lot of food. True. Although, Although there it, was a fucking famine, wasn't it's, there? So that's, it that's my yeah. point. It's more a case of having the money is, is one it. thing, but having the food to actually sell is quite another. Mm. There's no wars, by the way. The famine is still ongoing. It's just, oh, the famine's still happening. Uh, but, but you don't feel... Frankly, you guys are cushioned from a lot of it because you were incredibly wealthy. 
Yeah. Uh, and while you've not really... Because you've been traveling in small numbers, and Corzin is an experienced survivalist, you've always been able to gather enough food yeah, uh, to eat. But yeah. throughout your journeys, most people are scrabbling for bread, and a lot of the bread is mixed with sawdust. Horse bread. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Sawdust was a common addition Got to, to concentrate uh, to eat horse bread i think is the quote isn't it yes. yeah. yeah yeah a lot of uh, a lot of bread in times like these tends to get mixed with sawdust because it fills you up Oof. must be so bad for you mm, pine it's, yeah it's not great no your intestines can't be really bad for your teeth as well yeah, yeah that's so it terrible. grinds them down yes yeah, yeah. tears the enamel off them after a while i'd imagine yeah mm. Yeah, seriously, modern people do not realise how good their bread is by comparison to historical bread. Oh no, I can't can't imagine at all. (laughs) However, you make your way through along the edge of the foundry quarter, uh, passing not far from... You see down one street, actually, Baker's Square, where the the experimental uh, guillotine still stands. Ugh! Maybe we should burn that thing. It'd probably get I mean, blamed it's on the that wrong people. Or um, holes in people with filled with molten lead, darling. I wish I was True. making that one up, by the way. No, I know. I saw it in your eyes. Yeah. That you reset that. <laughs> At least that's quick. Mm. You. Event, do you have a make your way close towards the old duck whereupon yes cause you're going to cast a locate object which uh what was it what object were you going to try and search for again i'm going to search for the golden mask that we took off the you... marid okay you focus for a moment the and uh the fish eye spirit sort of coalesces in front of you and rests and Celestia, you see the the fish eye seems to blend into Corzin's eye for a moment, so that one eye is just this sort of golden fishy uh, type uh, eyeball. You blink, look up, and you can f- it's like you can just see a stream of golden light pointing in the direction of uh, an upstairs portion of the old duck. Well, I'll be buggered. Well, I see that. You can't see that. What? They've still got it in there. After you were nabbed, they uh, took all of the stuff that they uh, that we had off us, uh, anything of value, including that mask. But I think oh, they've still shit. got it in there. Um, now is so not the time, but we should revisit that. Yeah, absolutely. I, just, I mean, we, we can't. Can we mention. can't do anything hostile. Nothing. No, we can mention that they robbed us blind. That's a fun thing to be able to say. And then say we're here peacefully. Yeah. Well, uh... Put some on a back foot, maybe. I don't know. But we really can't do anything about getting that today. No! we can't be breaking in. We can't do anything even vaguely hostile. No, but at least we know where it is now. we'll come back. Yeah, but we... I mean, when all this blows over, if we've got a bit of time while the ship's being done, we should totally come back. Worth it for us uh, for how much it actually would afford us. Probably a lot, wouldn't it? About eight hundred gold. Wow! Yeah, oh. worth it. That's my it's thinking. Literally, just like a gold. It's like a well, gold, a mask of gold wire. If um, if everything ever dies down, when we're trying to gather money for the ship, that's one of the things that we should do. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Alright, well at least we know it's there now, it hasn't moved. Hmm. Right. Right. Shall we then? Yeah. This is going to be really weird, isn't it? Yeah, we are walking into an enemy headquarters. And ordering breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's do that. I mean, walking into the lion's den and asking for a steak. Honestly fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, we have actually. to do it because it's a really good power play. Yep. So what are you having for that? It's um, hilarious, isn't it? So what are you having then? So funny that I'm not sure I can leave without doing it, so <laughs> we should do it. So, what is it? Full Osirian? Um, so, like... No, I will have a continental breakfast. Right, a continental. What does that, that mean? <laughs> I don't know. It's a breakfast you don't have on an island. Right. You guys literally are on the continent, so... Yeah. <laughs> That's it. it's, it's a purely orcish phrase yeah. <laughs> that you've heard. <laughs> I mean, Celestia, I'm going to say, has no idea what any of that means, because I don't think she would. No. I think last time I had a Continental, it definitely had a croissant in it, but that could just be because we're in Seoul. I'm not sure I've ever had a croissant. You've most, like... you've, you've Oh, no, had... I have, because Leah brought some back at you one You did. No, 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 I did, because, because Leah brought some, and we dipped them in your chocolate. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because you were able to get it from the army bakers, it didn't have any sawdust in. <laughs> yeah. Happy times. In fact, sawdust interferes with the croissant's ability to rise. So, on that cheerful note... Also, happy flat croissant. shit was happening around that, but um, okay. <laughs> the three of you do your best group... Ready your best group pose... And stride towards the old duck. So just like swipe the door open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not subtle. You sw- uh, uh, There are a couple. There are a number of uh, uh, members of the other sort of militia are actually sort of drink uh, sat drinking uh, or uh, nibbling on uh, some hard bread outside of the old duck, and they all look at the very. Very noticeable three of you. Causin, arm to the teeth. Uh, Celestia. Sparkle tit, stardust. Br- bright <laughs> silver uh, coat. Or do you have it the purple side up? No, I'm in the fucking yeah, dragon skin. Yeah, you're in the dragon skin. I'm on the surface. Yeah, Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, the purple side is still uh, fairly. And also dragon skin stuff. boots as yeah, well. So, like. Silver it's dragon happening. skin boots. I don't have a subtle outfit anymore. You burnt it in the yes, temple. Yes, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, the. Naked, li- not naked, not naked, the pink but, but openly <laughs> walking about, bright pink tiefling. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> on this occasion, morning. Corzin and Scamp, roll me a luck check, please. Okay, I don't think I've got to the second half before having to roll anything before. <laughs> One. Three. Oh no! Oh god, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the group Focus. so uh, the groups that are approaching uh, the, the group that is at the door you realize from the bit that you saw like overheard as it, uh, uh, from the top of the stairwell when you were captured as they're chatting to each other you suddenly realize oh no these are exactly the same uh, militia members that captured and, and imprisoned you 
Uh, they do a bit of a double take as you approach, and several of them start reaching for the weapons they have lean, uh, leaned against the wall. I'm going to stab Is this, like, obvious? Yeah, can we just saunter past and wave? Like, where they let us in? Like, how Morning! <laughs> Roll! I... Group performance <laughs> check. Roll a swagger. Yeah. Yeah. Can one person do that? How does Group this work? Group performance check. Right. At least two of you need to make this. Okay. <laughs> performance. Oh, That's really good. good. 11. 20. Um, 12. 26. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> Celestia, you definitely carry this through. But the uh, uh, but uh, uh, you definitely carry this off, and you start and you kind of lead the charge to swagger straight past. Uh, but before the pair of you can kind of uh, behind can kind of also do the brush straight into the inn, because uh, no, the DC was uh, DC was a little slightly higher than twelve, I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> they do. Uh, one of them, a sort of burly uh, half-orc, tries to clamp a hand on... I'm going to say Scamp's shoulder, because uh, Corzin's the one foot wearing all the weapons, <laughs> and put a hand... Uh, uh, and sort of put his hand on uh, the pistol at his hip and said, Well done! You! What? I know you! Yes? You are enemies of the revolution! We're here for breakfast, aren't we? Uh, Several of them are antsily kind of grabbing their weapons, but now they notice that. But this time, but a lot of them are focused on Corzin, who is now significantly more armed than he was previously. Just breakfast, maybe a chat. Literally here for breakfast. Yeah. I'm gonna. This is yeah. just open to interpretation enough that I'm gonna ask whether you intend this as a. Uh, as being genuinely reasonable or with an undertone of threat? I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I just realised. I think Corson's uh, weaponry alone puts their as I their, their feel being like this becomes an intimidation check. But, yes. No, 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 I'm a bit angry. It's intimidation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I have an intimidation check, please? Uh, from whom? Uh, you were kind of leading this, Celestia, so I'll take it from you. Okay. I can't remember what my intimidation is. I hardly ever do it. Hang on. Um, that is a 21. No, sorry, nice. a 20. They glance 20. at you. They glance at the weapons at the rapier at your hip that they have no idea you barely know how to use. <laughs> <laughs> In all fairness, by this point, they have probably heard of me doing weird shit. And they, and like, yeah. <laughs> one of them, uh, One of them murmurs, well done. Isn't that the murder leader? Shit. They give significant glances to the half-orc who seems to notice his companions and awkwardly... I give him, like, an eyebrow twitch that is kind of trying to say, I know what you're thinking, but like, not actually doing it. He sort of awkwardly <laughs> removes his hand from Scamp's shoulder. Don't cause any trouble. We really, really honestly don't intend to. Breakfast. Breakfast. Waves you in with the pistol as if trying to reassert some authority. Yeah. <laughs> Good pistol waving. Mm. You step into the. Uh, uh, Trying to say authority over Celestia after the Underdark, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's more trying to say authority well. over his companions. Um, 
There is, uh, you walk into the old duck as before. It's a fairly clean sort of uh, tavern, but worn with time and not necessarily the best maintained. It is filled with uh, members of the Alessant militia, uh, their <laughs> tricolores, uh, and cacaids proudly displayed. <laughs> Why are we like at this? least a third of them armed, although their weapons aren't necessarily on them at any moment, um, and uh, and also a, a handful of just what seems to be local people who live on the street, but maybe aren't, maybe are, or maybe aren't part of the armed movement going on. Uh, it seems to be breakfast time. There are a lot of bowls of thin gruel mm-hmm. uh, that, have be, uh, that are being served out and some weak beer as well. And at the bar, scrubbing one of uh, uh, scrubbing out a bowl with a uh, wash basin and cloth ready to be passed on uh, back to the breakfast queue, you dimly recognize it as it has actually been quite a while since you last physically saw him uh the form of pierre canard a human man brown hair brown eyes massive pot belly uh kind of classic bulbous red nose and even from here the faint scent of garlic Hmm. He, he glances up sort of beginning his speech hello hello welcome Hello, uh, three breakfasts and also a chat if you've got a few minutes, please. Glances around. There are a number of salt... You're literally surrounded by armed people, some of whom seem to catch Pierre's uh, eyes and reach for their weapons, and he seems to be caught in a moment of decision. I put my hands up, look away from my weapons. Corson just puts his on the bar to show he's not actually touching any of his. This seems to shift it enough. Of course. um, Really, a chat. mm. Nothing else. And breakfast. And breakfast, preferably, yes. Of course. uh, (laughs) uh, Three uh, coppers. Marie, get them some... some gold. Uh... Let's have a chat. Yeah, I get breakfast. <laughs> I'm buying everything because I'm the only one that's not yeah. been robbed, so okay. let's just assume that's happening. You've got three <laughs> bowls of watery gruel handed to you. There's a very tense atmosphere. Thank you. Pierre leans over to the... Uh, Halfling uh, to the halfling woman who is uh, 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 who has been serving up the bowls, and says in a not not really a whisper. If I don't come back in ten minutes, come and get me. All right. Um, glances around the room. We'll talk. Let's go upstairs. Talk Thank you very much. <laughs> And, Where the uh, mask is? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I know it's a temptation. Oh, it's so if tempting I, uh, to make uh, this worse. <laughs> since you have come just to talk, if I can ask you to leave your um, leave your weapons here, Marie will look after. Yeah, I'm sure, I put my rapier. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, rapier we could, down. We do need them back. We've 
I had some bad experience in here with that. With being robbed, yeah. Yeah. There's a slightly... There's a couple of awkward coughs from some of the tables. <clears throat> I cough back. Gordon <laughs> right. will look around at the, uh, uh, the two people who he recognised previously. <laughs> they look awkwardly away. Come upstairs, you will get them back. Fantastic. Alright. Undoes his apron, throws it over a hook, and leads you upstairs. The stair the wooden old wooden stairs creak heavily under his footsteps and he leads you into It's not really an office, it's his bedroom. Mm-hmm. There is a there is an old uh wooden bed there. And next to it, there is a table. Um, there's not a desk. Uh, there's not a desk chair. He just the de- the table is next to the bed. You get the feeling he sits on the bed mm. to do anything that requires desk work. <laughs> this you get the feeling this is probably just where he counts the the, the shop's takings. Uh, he does not have any other chairs in here either. Uh, but he does have a couple of old beer crates and awkwardly gestures to them. I sit down, pull up a beer crate. Corzin yeah. sits on one. Do, do his feet touch the ground? Oh, uh, no. I didn't <laughs> no, think so. No, these aren't awfully sized beer crates. I imagine on the other hand, yeah. my knees are probably a bit yeah, awkwardly high. Like, <laughs> Scamp's the only one who's vaguely comfortable. <laughs> yeah, he's just sort of uh, idly yeah. kicking his uh, legs in midair. <laughs> No, oh, oh, uh, like a little, like a little kid. <laughs> because so he's cute. tiny. <laughs> he's a tiny, tiny man. <laughs> Pierre awkwardly sits down. Um, it's be how long does uh, locate object last for, cousin? Um, I believe it's a while, isn't it? it yeah, might be ten minutes. One second. Well, okay, ten so minutes, yeah, yeah, I'll just double check. Because uh, if it's ten minutes, yeah, okay, uh, yes, it's concentration up to ten minutes, and he wouldn't have dropped it. Yeah, yeah. So the golden stream of light is coming, continuing this whole time, and uh, it's just pointing to a bit of the floor directly underneath uh, Pierre's bed. Oh, okay. <laughs> the temptation to just ask for it back is so high, <laughs> but I don't know. Okay, that He does. Um, Corzin will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pierre sits down and <clears throat> clears his throat a bit. Just to start, we really are honestly here in a non-hostile way. Um, seriously, we don't intend this to be a fight at all. Um, um, are we right in thinking that you are a good friend of Cosette? He sighs his shoulders, sagging a little. If you have um, <clears throat> come to crow about your victories, I think we can dispense with that. No, no. Not not at all. I had just read the news. What news did you read? He folds his arms and there's a bit of a stony look to his eyes. I just I want to check what you know. I'm not trying to 
push anything. I've heard that Cosette died in prison. Hmm. In your prison. I'm gonna his message to Scamp and then cause an intern again if you'll mm-hmm. let me very quickly. How much are we telling him? Are we telling him that she's she's not dead? We tell him. I think we, we tell him. I'm going to tell him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was through message. Um, yeah, yeah. You, he kind of. Uh, I'm just going to roll a perception check then to see whether he notices your lips barely moving. He doesn't, as far as you can tell, anyway. Okay, um, actually, we're kind of here for the opposite of that. Yeah. She said you were a friend and that you were someone she still trusted. Which is why we're here, because it seems unfair that you shouldn't know the truth. Friends. I mean, Cosette's alive. Um, the assassination attempt on her failed. She, yeah. yeah, if it were up to Jacqueline, she wouldn't be alive. You know, as there was... leans forward. Okay, this is complicated, so please just listen for a moment. Um... We found out that someone was trying to kill her, that there was a plot, that the people involved were being threatened, their families were being threatened. Yeah, they were shown so the only way... wedding rings and all sorts. It was really bad. And so you know, the only way to make sure those people were safe was to make it look like the assassination attempt succeeded. Uh, but we caught the assassins and they told us who sent them. So it was um... Jacqueline. We would be happy to repeat all of this under a zone of truth, and we do have somebody who can do one. If I you can don't provide want to take one. Our word, which we would, of course, understand. But the thing is, Jacqueline blackmailed people into murdering Cosette. We stopped it from happening. And um, threatened people's that's families. That's how far she was willing to go to stop the word getting out. She was willing to murder a close friend. So we thought we should probably warn you. Yeah. A close friend who never betrayed her. Cosette hadn't talked. And Jacqueline has spies in the courts. She will have known. Yeah, she will have known Cosette. Cosette was willing to die for the cause. Yeah, trust us on that one. We were the people who were trying to get a confession out of her. And we thought maybe we would with time, which is why she wasn't executed, but... Jacqueline took matters into her own hands. Evidently, mm-hmm. Jacqueline was scared about what Cosette could reveal. Yeah. We can give you the names of the people who are threatened as well. Um, so you can talk to them. They're safe now. We've we've made sure they're safe now. Hmm. But they will be aware of what, would, what has happened and they will be able to verify this story. But yeah, that's... And we thought uh, you should know because... That's your leader. We know you care. You care about people, and that's important. And Jacqueline and doesn't seem to. She cares supposedly about Sewell as a whole, but will still be willing to murder somebody's entire family to stop dirt on her getting out, which is pretty fucking terrible, really. And quite honestly, right now I'm scared, because it feels like another riot's coming, and innocent people are going to die, and I don't want that. Well, you saw what was happening downstairs. The writing is already on the wall. We are... Desperately trying to uh, make sure that um, there is no unnecessary loss of life over this. 
Pierre is staring at the floor. He's kind of got his hands on his knees and taps his a couple of times. It's a lot to take in, I know. We're here because we don't want a riot. Yes, it is. And we need... These... We need to dismantle her hold without hurting anyone. These soldiers, they said... They said they believe... Um, they said it was uh, Jacqueline responsible. Yes. Yes. They believed that, yeah. They literally talked about Jacqueline's people. <laughs> so they know that Jacqueline... So knew it was one of Jacqueline's people who came and gave them the orders. Yeah, they talked about it in front of us. Right. Hell, if you really want, we could even let you talk to Cosette about it. That's an option, if you'd like it straight from her. She saw the whole thing. He exhales, his breath shuddering a little. I'm sorry, I know Jacqueline's a friend. Yes, she, she is. She was a friend to Cosette, too. And a friend to Savat before politics divided them. So it's all closing in. What's... If, um... <clears throat> if Jacqueline goes for down for this that's it then those what was done to those men will be at an end Her soldiers out of character I'm sorry you've lost me sorry uh, yeah. if Jacqueline me. goes down for the crime then mm -hmm. uh, what the soldiers have been through that were blackmailed will be at an end um, yes. they will uh, the matter will be over. Yes. Um, we hope so. We hope so now. We, we've got those people to safety. But we don't know who else she'll blackmail. No. Yeah, if with, she's willing to do it more, she's willing next. to do it more. With Jacqueline still at large, it's only a matter of time before she tries it again. And the thing is, she knows well that everyone has their price. Everyone has a person that, if you threaten them, they'll do anything. And she's willing to push those kinds of buttons. I just don't... I'm scared of someone like her being in power, no, genuinely. Course, that's uh, that's how we run things down below. And it's it's not good. No, it's not. It's not what you'd expect of her, but you could believe it. You could believe that she'd gone too far. As I say, legitimately, if you want a truth spell, we can do that. No, no. Um, There's no need for that... What do you need of me? We need your you. help protecting people. You yeah, and we an need you to talk people round and bring people round to the other side. We want peace. You we want to stop the fighting. We don't want a riot. When Jacqueline goes down, we want to keep the rioting to a minimum. We want to avoid somebody else taking up the mantle and keeping the militia running because the that whole system is creating a huge amount of violence. You want the militia... So you want the soldiers under my command to stand aside? Yes. Yeah. And when this is done, the army is in desperate need of recruits. It's You're still at war! 
Yeah, and the thing is, of there, is can... there are jobs for them. There, there is a life for them. There are starving people. We can offer them pay and food. No, of course. The... He nods. We can offer them an actual proper long-term career, not this weird short-term warfare that we're all in. And an amnesty. And at of what course. Amnesty? For all of... For everyone in the militia. Some of us have done things we regret. Mm-hmm. Committed crimes we regret. I think if we can... We need, a, uh, we need an amnesty. We need all... A clean slate. Crimes forgiven. If Jacqueline sure goes we down, can do that. I think that that's a doable thing. You were, for lack of a better term, following orders. Mm-hmm. We can talk to somebody and make sure, but I'm pretty sure that we could do that. We know the right people. He nods to himself. And the people who are above us, all they want to do is avoid that conflict. Eyes, his eyes dart side to side in thought. Do you think you could sell that? Glances down for a moment to the floorboard with, uh, reflexively. Thanks. I can try, yes. Okay. Thank you. You're, you're not going to go running to Jacqueline, are you? <sighs> he swallows. Not with this, no. Can with, I um, insight check that? Yeah, same. I you feel can roll awful. an insight check. You can roll an insight check. Oh, now six. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. He is very preoccupied with the information you've given him. That's fair. Like some, like definitely something about this has hit him close to home. It's a, it's a damn harsh thing to be um, uh, presented with this. I can appreciate. I know that you were uh, someone who considered Jacqueline a friend, but she has already tried to kill two of the people in the uh, in the government who were just as close friends. Of course. Yes, she did that. Um, is there anything we can do for you as a matter of good faith you know um, I know that might sound like a bit of a mad question I, I'm just aware that it's a lot um, no is there anything that would help um, he shakes his head that is that is quite enough today there okay. are amnesty and amnesty. Yes, of course. Amnesty and look after my people. Mm-hmm. Okay, amnesty. We should be able to do it. Um, I look at the other two. Yeah, we'll although there check is in one. And send word with confirmation as soon as we can. Does that sound? If we're gonna we try and sell go the in amnesty, and make sure though. we can make that a thing. If we're going to try and sell the amnesty, and I think we can, but if we're going to do that, then we have to be sure that none of your people are going to be anywhere near the uh, the nobles who are going to be released in a day's time. Yes. He nods. We can't okay. sell amnesty if uh, any of them have blood on their hands. 
Yeah, but to be fair, this deal would be done before that. Yes. So if they've already agreed to step down from the combat, then that would be part of that, right? He nods. All right. We'll stand down. Okay. Thank you. Um, Some of us will, pro- many will probably take your offer. Some will want to leave. I know that this probably feels right. like a bit of a defeat to you, but honestly, you have saved lives. And that's all we're trying to do here. Chuckle softly. <laughs> it feels like a betrayal. It is. I'm sorry. You've been betrayed. That's what this is. <laughs> yeah. Well, By someone who should have protected you and your people. Someone who says she cares about the people. That's what gets me about her. No, it doesn't fit, does it? <laughs> She's perfectly willing to hurt hundreds. Thousands. And not in Thousands an ab- if there's a riot. And not in an abstract way. Like, she will go and find people's families and hurt them, you know? It's one thing to be like, oh, I'm a general. Thousands of people are going to die. Oh, this is all abstract. She really goes personal. It's, it's no, not it's, good. It's a cruel person who would hold that much over that many over those people. Yeah. All right. You've convinced me. Thank you. And uh, Cause and holds out his hands. I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts on him. Okay. Slow hand check, please, just to hide the casting. I don't know if that's correct, but... I don't know if I want to, actually. Corson is going to be genuinely no. shaking his hand. You know what? I'm not going to. Okay. I kind of like twitch and think about it, and then I don't because I know that if he sees me, we're fucked. Nah, I'm not going to. Stands and shakes your hand tightly and gives it a solid. Gives it a slightly just just a t- very tense squeeze. Corson mm. returns it in a. Um, affable manner. Hell of a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we will s- send word of confirmation of the amnesty as soon as we can. It should be fine. But Not... I want to make sure we've actually confirmed it to you. With uh, one of those, he taps to his head. Would that be alright with you? Of yeah. Of course. Okay, I'll I'll do that. No, it will be me. You know they're better. Yeah. Um, I guess we should go back and sort that now. Really. Yeah, that's um, the next thing. We are we right in thinking that if we're going to make this work, we need to also talk to was it David and uh, Letitia and Letitia. Yeah, is that is that right? Uh, if you're asking that to me, then uh, no, well, no, I'm asking that to him. To They're asking okay, him cool. in character. Oh, you're asking that to uh, to Pierre. Yeah, yeah. I mean. If you want us all to stand aside, then apart from those who are closest to Jacqueline, yes. At this point, there are four of them. You're well informed, I suppose. I suppose Cosette told you. Alive and well. Yeah. I say well. This, she's pretty shaken. 
genuinely, oh, it would probably be fine if you do want to see her at any point. No, no, I, I couldn't. That's fine, I just... When, but when this is done... She was as shaken as you were to discover about. this. The, uh, Yes, there, there are broadly four portions of the um, militia. There are the... Many of the old what you might call the old guard, those who have been with us from the start, are with me. Some are with uh, Jacqueline. The Lutitias are the most disciplined, mm-hmm. the ones who do actual <laughs> training. Um, but they lead us the largest portion. Okay. With me standing aside, you will still have around three quarters of them fighting, which... I guess if you had a force large enough, would certainly reduce the bloodshed. It's a start. We want to have, we want to reduce it further. Have you then any advice you... on how to get in touch with the other two? How to talk to them? He nods. Anything, anything would be helpful. Okay. Like, very cynically, I think Letitia's probably swayed by money and power, which is very boring. But there we go. Letitia's probably easier. Are we right? He. Grimaces. She is an unlikable woman. I agree with you there. Oh, yeah, wait. No. (laughs) She's awful. She is, um. Yes, she is mostly, uh, operating in the yellow, uh, in the yellow quarters these days, Mm -hmm. uh, with her people. If you speak to. If her. If her people are. You say they're the most disciplined. He notes. Would they be likely swayed by the promise of decent military jobs when this is done? Perhaps. Like real ones. The military needs disciplined people. Perhaps I do. Do you think she'd be swayed by um, what we've just told you? Or wouldn't she care? Honestly? I think Letitia is a slippery eel who will do whatever it takes to get out of life. I don't think she gives a damn either way. She was perfectly willing to be the lackey to the king for all of her life. And she's useful, which is why I put up with her. Right. Yeah. All this is useful. I think she gets that a lot. Um, What about She's very good at being useful. David has taken up David is focused in the old corn exchange in that area. Mm-hmm. It's where he used to beg. He is a passionate, passionate man. What Not if... like that child. But he, uh, I can tell you why he is, but while he and I have spoken in truth, sometimes they flame of his faith is a little terrifying. What if, uh... He's a strict, um, heterodoxic. Hang on, what does that mean out of character? I'm sorry. Roll a religion check. It was part of the, uh, uh treaty. I think. Uh, uh yes, but just to see whether you know the background. That is 14. Okay, uh, you have heard of the heterodoxy. It was part, it was... About three se- uh, about 
two to three centuries ago, there was a big uh, upheaval of religion in Jova when the heterodox uh, appeared. Uh, heterodoxy appeared, a collection of uh, Protestant, if you will, uh, huh. faiths that huh. uh, that refused to acknowledge the uh, Holy Mother or Holy Father at the time uh, as the representative of the Regent on Earth, and further uh, further some sections uh, the the mainstream sect of heterodoxy believed that uh, all of the all of the gods and saints in the world were fragments of the will but that the regent did not have a specific like the regent did not inherently uh possess the authority to demand that they uh, to, to represent the way the the uh the way of the original will so they go by the saints as well uh, so saying. they go by the saints and would essentially quite consider all saints individual gods cool um hmm. so that it's it was a it was a heresy that was that there was re- resulted in about thirty solid years of brutal warfare, mm-hmm. and resulted in the church winning. Most of the surviving heterodoxics uh, fled to Sunda or the colonies, but every now and again pockets reappear in Jova. What if it turned out that that lovely vision of Saint Victory he had was actually some dickhead doing an illusion? Would that sway him at all? Or would that make things terrible? Yeah, would that make things worse? He is a deeply religious figure. Uh, I suppose you could try and break him and cause him to give up all hope. It sounds terrible. No, I don't think we want to. Uh... If you want it by trying to disprove his uh, beliefs, he no, firmly no, believes no. that Saint Victory is guiding him every step of the way. That's useful. Yeah, you can't really reason with people's face. She also patron no. she's a patron saint of Alessant. Of course she is. Right. What uh, is attitude towards other like saints and things? Um I'm from what I've heard of his preaching, he uh, considers all saints to be valid uh, equal parts of the original will mm-hmm. uh, and disdains the authority of the mother church. He's He was very upset by the provisions in the treaty which guaranteed that the church would, that the, uh, um, that the mother church would still have st- a strong political presence. Strange question. Yeah. Is that his only vision of Saint Victory, or has he had other ones? Is this a regular thing? Let's see whether Pierre knows that. Honestly, I um, I don't. He scares me a little. I haven't asked. If he scares you a little, that's probably a good indicator. Okay. Um, I say in Cousin Scamp's head, dream might be a good plan. I uh, agree. Again, he says in reply but not allowed. <laughs> yeah. It feels a little bit sneaky, like maybe we should be doing things more straightforward. I don't think we'll get to him by being straightforward, I say, over the message cam- cantrip. Mm. You might be right. Um, another slightly strange question. Uh, would an ardent follower of another god be, or another saint, be someone who could potentially sway him? 
If they no said idea. they came from, say, uh, picking one out of the air, Dionysus, <coughs> and had a had had relics of Dionysus. Um, I have never heard of that thing. Probably for the best. <laughs> oh, it's a great shame. It's great fun. Um, <laughs> Lots of wine. <laughs> so it's been a it's been a long day. It's only like nine a.m., but it's been a really long day thus far. Um, yeah. All I can say about David is that he believes he has a sacred mission to free Sul. <laughs> I say it, the other two said, "Yeah, dream might really be genuinely sensible in this situation." Yeah. <laughs> I hate it, but yeah. A couple of hundred years ago, one of the people who had that uh, vision got burnt at the stake. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else think of any other questions? No, I think, I, I think we, we've uh, done all we can here. Thank you very much. We'll let you uh, get on. Oh, sorry. That was There's ten minutes, is it? The, you hear Marie call it. Is everything all right? It's fine, Marie. I'll be down shortly. All right, then. Thank you for your time. Um, sorry, it was a lot. No, it's. Yeah. It was inevitable. Come. Sad to say, I agree with you. Yeah, we're not just telling you to fuck with you. It really is to try and save people. He nods. I believe you. Good. I don't know why that was important, but it was. <laughs> We all started out trying to do the right thing. Mm. With any luck, history will remember that you continued to do the right thing. Stands up, opens the door. Finish your breakfasts. When they're done, put it on. Put the bottles on the decanter. Thanks. Go Does downstairs. he leave us in his room? He leaves you. Uh, <laughs> no, we can't. Don't do it. He leaves you in his room. Oh, uh, no. And closes the door behind him. Uh, him. Well, it, uh, no. if it's been ten minutes, it would have faded by now. But um, yeah, but you saw where it was. <laughs> yeah, it looks just like crane my uh, neck underneath his bed. If you're gonna give it like this, yeah, looking under there's. There's nothing directly under the bed. Apart from floorboards. What are you doing? What are you it's looking right at? right there. No. Now is not the time. Now's not the time. We've got to come back, darling. <sighs> All right. Fine. Later. And uh, Corson does turn around and uh, walks <laughs> out the door. Could just ask for it back. <clears throat> After, maybe, but not now. Yeah. Another day. Yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye and make sure it's still here. But ah. yeah, we'll, we can discuss this later. And um, Corzin will go back and um, just wolf the rest of his gruel. <laughs> okay, you wolf the rest of your gruel, and again, very tensely, step out uh, downstairs. Many people avoid eye contact with you. 
Uh, you recollect I your weapons. Smile at everyone. Mm-hmm. You recollect your weaponry. <laughs> you put the bowls on the counter in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marie gives you a bit of a black look and then starts washing them up. Thank you. Pierre is elsewhere. Seems to have decided to go back and uh, go and go to change the barrels around or something in the basement. Could take a minute to himself, probably. Poor thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair play. Mm-hmm. Make your way back out. I'd want a minute, you know. Like. Yeah. Okay, All you right. walk a bit further down the street until you have some space to yourselves. I really think a vision from Saint Victory might be the best bet. Yeah, I think for him you're right. In the meantime, I think he's, he sounds a fanatic enough. Yeah. But we have to wait till night, probably. Yeah, yeah we do. Is... It's cutting it fine. So the other one we need. But we should talk to Letitia. Yeah, it's the problem. I'm not sure we'll swear unless we've got two of them on side. Well, unless you've got a, a, a fancy idea of rendering him unconscious. Oh, the <laughs> other idea is we could just make a really big illusion. Oh, I don't know that it's gonna. He'd have to I be. Think dream's safer. Hmm. I also think Dream can feel more personal and legitimate. Yeah. Mm. Also, if you were gonna make a, a a dream. We do have until tomorrow evening. That's true. Mm. I was going to say, actually, if you're going to make an illusion out in the real world and you run into the problem of what happens if somebody Someone else sees in. it or identifies it for what it is. Yeah, I yeah. think Dream is best. I also think he'll believe it. I hate to, uh, <clears throat> I hate to ask this, but uh, I was brought up with a very singular religion. Does anyone know what St. Victory looks like? <laughs> Well, it was what um, Scamp created the first time. In fact, actually, let's. No, that it was wasn't region, on purpose. Wasn't it? Not a very good one, clearly. You tried <laughs> to create the regent, and you created a sort of queenly looking female figure. Uh, and they. So, so apparently, they interpreted that as St. Victory. Alright, first of all, does Corzin know what St. Victory should look like? <laughs> Uh, make a religion check. Because okay. he's the only one who would, probably. That's a seven. You <laughs> didn't grow up in Seoul. Um, you've not really set foot in the Cathedral de Saint-Victory, uh, so you've not actually seen what the big, uh, what the depictions of Saint-Victory look like. Uh, Knowing that, that exists, might... though, shall we just... I'll, I'll suggest this in character. Yeah, I do. Right, I... <laughs> I have to admit, I'm uh, I'm a bit hazy on what uh, she's actually supposed to look like, but there's a massive cathedral dedicated to us right in this very city. Should we just go there? That might be a good idea. I mean, we have two things to do, actually. We need to um, nail down the idea of amnesty. That's a really important thing, so we should talk yeah. to that. Then maybe we should legitimately swing by the Cathedral of St. Victory, because I can't do this if I don't know what she looks like. Uh, and we then maybe we should go just... to Letitia. Yeah. There's loads of books at the courthouse. They might have some books on her. That's true. I, I mean, that's not a bad use of this time. <laughs> Actually familiarise ourselves with St. Victory and what she stands for and looks like a little bit. All right, let's go then. Because <laughs> I need to be right. convincing. <laughs> you uh, head back to the courts of justice and engage in a somewhat argumentative uh, dis- in a mildly argumentative discussion with Jean-Paul Savat uh, over the issue of granting am- of him trying to pass amnesty for potentially like 10,000 
uh, or maybe even up to 40,000 people, depending on how well you do. <laughs> we can put uh, it like this. We can say that if um, if they are agreeing to lay down their arms as a result of their uh, leader being uh, revealed to be a criminal and illegitimate, they will be granted amnesty. And eventually, for the sake of time and convenience, uh, you do manage to get him on board with it. He's not happy about it, and he goes... All right, it's going to be the hard sell to the assembly, but you know they can make. You're good at that. Yes. Yes, and they can take comfort in hopefully not having massive riots in the city. Maybe I can ride a wave of gratefulness over that. Yeah, I mean sometimes you just have to completely wipe out all crime so that everybody doesn't fight each other. Look at Kion. Wow. Well. Bad example, <laughs> but I understand where you're coming from. No, but I mean the new council, Kion. Talk the just... words from my mouth there. Yeah. Yes. At some point, I need to actually legitimize that council. Yeah, it would be a wise thing to do. When you do, because they're actually a really fucking good council. Have they got the city broadly working? Yes. yes. That's yes. good enough for me at this point. <laughs> also, there's a house we kind of want. Uh, oh anyone, yeah, we need a house. Is anyone living in it? No, no, he's dead. Do, he's not dead in it. He's, he's. Is he dead in it? You never actually told me that you put that you buried uh, Destin. He might still be in the gladiator pit. Did we not pit. burn the body? Oh, you did burn we the did body. Burn you did it. burn the body. We yes. Burnt it, yeah. And then presumably did something with the ashes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're probably in a jar. And when we went up to the roof. <laughs> And we saw the ghouls, we just quietly emptied it over the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just in a pile at the bottom of the house. My story, I'm sticking to the alleyway. Since then, he'll have been in the gas. It's not making, this is not making it better. <laughs> oh, no. There's, he's jo- a soggy mess in the corner. As you, as you kind of clarify that your previous statement, Savat's gaze gets more and more into the middle distance. He goes, Fine, as long as he doesn't have any any familial claims, just consider the house yours. Thank you. Uh, can we have a, a piece of uh, writing to that effect? Fine, scribbles it. You don't have to do it now. It. It's just like, I am the president. I can't take the time to do stamp. Right, get okay? the council of Kai on to... Are you okay? Of course I'm not okay. Do you need anything? <laughs> Coffee, booze... Pacifistic solution like. to civil uh, unrest. Please carry on. We're, We're doing our We're best. We're a quarter of the way in. <laughs> What's that? We're trying. And I'm it's very fine. grateful for you, do, uh, you for doing so. Okay. Right. right. On we go. Right. Okay. Um, Passes before you the piece we go of and talk to Letitia, can you guarantee good military jobs for her highly trained army? That'd be lovely. Glances They're around. apparently really quite good. That'd be yeah, more Mistson, Mistson's asleep, but I'm sure you'll accept them. He's desperate for soldiers. They're apparently the organised bit, so... Fine. Great. <laughs> you step out and uh, go to... And go to church. Yeah. <laughs> With my Dionysus guitar and my codpiece on. Just saying, the scorched codpiece. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sister has a little moment outside the church door. Oh, last time I walked into a church, it didn't go very well. Okay. Are you Imposing looking <laughs> cathedral. It's got, it's got a pair of huge stone towers uh, at the 
front, a wide glass, uh, stained glass windows, a vaulted ceiling. One day, hopefully it won't burn tragically down to the ground in a terrible fire, <laughs> taking a large number of artworks with it due to a construction accident. <laughs> Bit on the nose there, Jason. <laughs> I really miss that building. Yeah. Uh, it's mostly still there. It's it is fine. mostly still there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, however, it is at least blessedly, it blessedly at least does not have an enslaved, um, person ringing bells up in the roof, uh, in the roof. Oh, good. But it does have a variety of interesting gargoyles that stare down at you as you approach. Does it have a lecherous priest? Nah. Um. <laughs> Can I animate the gargoyle? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to Will animate... they sing me a great song? Uh, would you like to try? No, I'm going to upset people if I do. Yeah. Plus, Scamp hasn't seen that film. Also, yeah, T-Wing <laughs> animating things in the church. That's to be fair, several levels of blasphemy. Some Disney last time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you step into the church. There is a calmness to the space. Oh, Celestia actually does get a little bit weird and edgy in church. There are actually a number of people inside, kneeling quietly in front of pews, praying. There's just a soft sort of susurration of whispered prayers. At the very front, you can see there's a stone altar with a purple and gold cloth on it, with depicted the crown symbol of the regent. And on it is a probably wooden, covered in gold, golden icon of a uh, of a feminine figure uh, in very classical armor, wielding uh, what appears to be a shield and a shield and in one hand and in the other a thorned rose you glance up and you can see there are num the glass uh, the stained glass depicts a number of scenes involving this figure uh, red it's so feminine human or at least human looking uh, red flowing hair I typically either wearing armor uh, or sort of full classical full plate or a uh, or a sort of either a golden or scarlet dress uh, of kind of an archaic style by the standards of the day mm-hmm uh, they are depicted in scenes that, with again, frequently a repeating theme of shields and roses. Uh, they often seem to be protecting people. Uh, you see one of them protecting huddling figures with a shield against what looks to be... What looks to be a dragon. No. No, it's not a dragon. It's it's a, a bird. It's it's a sort of giant bird breathing fire. Is it the phoenix? Huh. Could be hard to tell. 
there's uh, many depictions. The bird itself doesn't appear to be on fire. It looks more like just like a giant hawk breathing flames. Um, then there's a, a there is another where you see her raising a thorned rose in a cup in front of crowds of people raising their hands in supplication. One where she seems to be just leading people to a cave. Just a cave. She's holding up a rose though and it seems to be emanating like rays of golden light. Uh, well, yellow glass in this case. But Lots you get of rose iconography. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only time she's actually wielding a sword, the shield has the rose painted on it. And that appears to be against a Huh! Wow! Yeah, this is a few centuries old. This is a really racist depiction of some orcs. Um, They're all painted in, like, blue war paint, and their hair's looking wild, and they've all got axes, and... Hmm. (laughs) Well, there shan't be anything like that in his dream. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, like, this is before the current fashion for red-coated uniforms and orcs and tea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are there many other people here uh, there are a number of, of parishioners and you do see at the end there is a, a young looking human woman um, who is uh, there we go. a young looking human woman uh, blonde maybe uh, uh, Blonde, maybe late teens. Uh, she has a. Uh, uh, she actually has a kind of pocked scar over one eye, over just over, on her temple, mm. and um, she's dressed in acolytes' robes. It just seems to be lighting candles. You do see fluttering after her. A, just a handful of threads of golden light which they're quite soft spirit yeah just twist around her shoulders although Celestia and Corzin it's hard to keep your eyes off the golden icon Icon, it seems present in a way in the same way that Scamp is okay <laughs> I'm a god. <laughs> that is my takeaway from that. <laughs> You've cracked it. That's that's the whole the whole podcast is done now. <laughs> I don't like it here. Well, like you said, you um, didn't have uh, particularly good experiences in church as recently. Oh, the quiet and the power. It's just weird. There are actually a number of other spirits just focused around. There are small little, just like, votive candle offering bowls around the corners and just various different animal and colourful spirits float around the corner, uh, around the edges, as they do around all places of worship. Hmm. Do we need to talk to anyone here or can we go? I don't think Um... so, but... I'm going to try something I've not done before. What? Out of curiosity, it feels like something I should have done at least once. I'm going to give praying a go. I'll never know. All right. 
I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go kneel. Is they kneeling? Is this like proper? This like, is like a proper kneeling. Tradition, like yeah. This, it's a Christianity. It's very Christianity. It's a very kind of classical uh, Roman Catholic style. Uh, Do they have the little cushions? They have the little cushions. On? They have the little cushions. Yeah. I'm going to go near. Are they all like the, hand embroidered by the local grannies? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, honestly, a lot of them are just folded pieces of old cloth because uh, uh, you, you kind of have to be near the front <laughs> to get the nice cushions. You do you. I I'm feel just... I feel a bit sick, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go I'll... to where other people are praying. Wait and, for you outside. And see how it's done. Do you want me to go with yeah, you? Celestia leaves. Celestia, do you want me to go with you? No, if you want to stay here, it's fine. I just don't want to be here. All right. A few people. Look, a few, quite a few people uh, who notice you, Neil, look a little un. Comfortable. Uh, the ones closest. Half the reason I'm doing it. <laughs> the ones closest edge away a little before continuing their prayers. Yeah, let's make them all uncomfortable. Cause is going to try and keep an eye on Scamp, but also Celestia for as far as he is able. Yeah, you kind of glance back yeah. out the door yeah. and see her walking off. You kneel. What do you pray for? What do you pray about? Uh, hello. Um, I don't know if I'm doing this right. Um, can you stop the riots, please? Lots of people are going to get hurt who shouldn't. Lots of people who don't deserve. To... No one deserves to be hurt, but you know what I mean, I assume, because you're a god? <laughs> um... How out loud do you say this? Not entirely not out loud. Some of the people nearby, and this is a very orthodox church, kind of open their eyes and glance quite scandalously at your st- at, at your highly heterodox um, comment. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, Eve, I can feel that you're, there's power here. It, it's so please use it for some good. And help, help stop the fighting. To someone who's fighting in your name, and he could help us stop it if he'd listen. Please help him listen. Um. Uh. And. Um. Roll a d20. Oh no. Oh no, that's horrifying. Oh, I don't trust any of these. They've all rolled badly today. Uh, 16. You feel... Could be your imagination. You swear you feel something hard to place. Um, okay, thanks. Bye. Although, are you one of those ones that's everywhere? In which case, not bye, because you'll be everywhere. But, um, I'm going now. So, bye. Cause him. Uh, you see, uh, so you see Scamp kneel down and murmur their slightly halting prayer. 
Mm. (laughs) It's an excellent prayer, thank you very much. And a number of the spirits, just the little ones all around, seem to tilt their attention upwards. A number of them flutter close by. Begin and just sort of perch or float in the air around Scamp. And it's only you and the Acolyte who notice it. And you see the Acolyte look up as well, frowning. And the edges of the spirits seem to blur a little. They almost haze. And it's just as if you can see the outline of some something barely coherent. Reach out a hand and touch Scamp's shoulder. And there's just the faintest echo, not a voice even, just a whisper of a thought and placing itself in the back of your mind, causing. Oh, child. If I had such power over the hearts of people, then I would change much about this. But maybe I have some sway over the heart of one. The form gently crumbles and the spirits linger, returning to their more little animal or glowing forms before sundering and returning to their offering bowls. Scamp, yeah. Prayer doesn't really seem to do much. (laughs) Maybe you don't know. You feel you feel a little different, but you're not really sure what how. Maybe it's just around in case there's someone who touched my shoulder or something. No. Yeah, people are keeping their distance from you. I smile at the wall. (laughs) Corson is going to go up to uh, Scamp when uh, when they're ready. You do notice the uh, acolyte's eyes follow you as you leave. Actually, I'm going to um, make eye contact with the acolyte over like, you see that? Like, like, as if as it, as it, you, you definitely saw that, right? <laughs> the acolyte just slowly makes the sign of the regent. Just chest, lips, forehead, sky. And, um, and uh, just keeps eye contact with you. Corson just sort of nods, you know, um, meaningfully. <laughs> and uh, he, he's going to go up to Scam and say, look, um, I don't know what you said, but I think you got somebody's attention. Really? Yeah, there is, um, as you might imagine in a place like this, quite a few spirits around here. I'm sad I can't see them. I want to see them. Are they nice ones? They seem to be. Uh, They're just little uh, animal ones sort of around the, uh, uh, the collection boxes and things. Oh. But... And they came to say hello. Yeah, they sort of. Um... I should say thank you. 
Um, are there um, any over there? I point at the nearest collection box. Are there? There are. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> there's, okay. There's one um, that kind of looks like a purple badger, but with a really long nose. I described this. You ever seen a badger? Um, the stripy one. Yeah, only this one's kind of purple with a long nose. I like that one. I'm going to say hi. Um, <laughs> hello. I'm going to put ten gold in the collection box. Thank you for saying hi. The badger seem tilts its head for a moment and seems... Just a little bit more filled with colour for a few moments before fading again. And Did I do it right? I think you like that, yeah. Okay, uh, let's find Celestia. I'm a bit worried about her. Yeah, that's... But, you know, that was... I, I One of the most um, earnest religious experiences I think I've ever seen anyone have. <laughs> okay... You walk outside and there is no sign of Celestia. Oh, balls. Oh, for fuck's sake. Celestia, roll me a wisdom save. I did already, and um, I rolled a one. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah, roll me I another have... one. Okay. I have an idea of what I'm doing already. Would mm-hmm. you like me to tell you, or would tell you me like first. to. Yeah. I have found an alleyway a couple of streets away and I'm smoking a pipe. Yeah. Um, and trying to stop shaking. <laughs> um, okay. Now I will roll my other one yeah. and I guess you can go from yeah. there or correct me. I don't no, know no, what no, you no. have in mind. That's what happens. Um, wisdom. Else. Wisdom save. That is a 15. As you look in, as you originally look in, as you hurry to this alleyway and just start lighting up you swear for a moment there's a flicker of movement in the shadows but no it's just some people walking past you're fine so gonna roll a diction check no oh god so you are oh god six, six. yep oh, that's not good not yet it's we've not yet hit seven no, we're not at seven yet. <laughs> what happens at seven? Ah, okay. I'm going to just start firing message cantrips in every direction that she might have gone. I'm going to say you eventually get one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that far. Yeah, you're not far. I've just... You're just down the street. Taking myself somewhere out of the way. Like, I've not Celestia. run away. Do, you, Celestia. Do, do they get me eventually? Yeah, they do. Celestia! Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm fine. Are you all right? Um, we're out now. Right. Uh, we can go. Come and find you. Hang on. You step out and make your way to the pair of them. Oh, don't scare us like that. Sorry. Uh, just you're, needed you're a minute. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's. That oh, I was sense. really going to try lying there. That just sort of didn't happen. No, well, well done. Please don't. <laughs> That's um, good. Thank you for not. And uh, causing is just. Easier said than done, darling. I can appreciate. And he's just going to um, reach up and, if you're willing, take your hand for a moment and just give it a squeeze. Very briefly, and then I let go. Sorry, still a bit weird, apparently. 
No, that's fine. There's churches. This makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of I'm doing a lot of like looking over my shoulder and being a bit weird and twitchy and paranoid. Um, We've done what we need do to wanna... do here. We can move on. Do you want to go somewhere you can put your back against a wall? Yeah, that just, might help. Just while we figure out what we do next. Yeah, let's go somewhere where I can't look over my shoulder. That would be good. All right, let's go. You lean against a wall for a bit and eventually make your way up and out. Where are you headed next? On to to the tissues, don't we? Well. Yep. Or is it worth waiting until tomorrow morning for that? Is it worth trying to get in touch with David? Just saying we want to talk. We could try. Unless we've got the, a very, very good mode? religious ar- ar- argument to offer him. I, I don't think he's worth talking to. I'm just going to say it. No, I'm inclined to agree with you. I know that's dreadful, but I just... I think the best way is genuinely to give him another vision. He's got the certainty um, of his convictions that blind faith gives you. That you're not going to talk him down from that. But what... Okay, so... I might be being wildly optimistic here, but I felt a bit religious in there for a moment. Oh, fuck, really? There were some... Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, there were uh, spirits. They all kind of uh, gathered around them, and like they were the, the small animal spirits that are usually at the uh, collection boxes. And it was like... It wasn't really speech. It was more... Intention. But I think that, well, whatever um, uh, Scamp was asking for, they at least got through to someone. And they were saying something about if they had the power to change people's hearts, they would do an awful lot. But maybe just changing the heart of one will be enough. Did they seem like they were going to try and try and do that, or were they asking for somebody else to do it? I honestly couldn't tell you. It was... It was like... So... You know when you you do the... Um, uh, the spell that allows you to talk inside people's heads. It was like, if you imagine you're right on the far edges of that, like occasionally you're just too far away to uh, for it to work, it sort mm. of felt a bit like that. Oh, weird. I didn't hear anything, but I did feel like there was, like someone touched my shoulder or something like that, and then it was there was nothing there. It did. But I can't si- oh. That sounds terrifying, but okay. No, it was. It was a little bit creepy. Um... <laughs> It was just the but, the spirits, ultimately, I guess. But you know, yeah. But if something our spirits talking. have the have the ability to um, uh, to affect things, and heck, your one could talk in the right circumstances. Yeah, you could. I, <laughs> I w- in my head wiggle my shoulders because whenever Celestia is sad or scared, the pride spirit wraps around yeah. her like a blanket. I don't know if I've said this it's on the just podcast. Yeah. That's what have, I it's just rolling around your shoulders so now. I'm just trying to move my shoulders and go, yeah, you did. <laughs> You're going to talk again sometime? Hmm. 
Maybe. Maybe a bit later. It'd be interesting to see what sort of conversation this one would have. And he gestures to the uh, the ambivalent octopus. The ambivalent octopus shrugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You don't give a fuck, do you? I said the octopus. Ambivalent octopus (laughs) I get the impression that maybe if it could talk, it would still choose not to. Yeah, I don't think you give a shit. (laughs) Strikes again. So the question is, did does do we think do we think I spoke to Victory and will they help? Who knows? Seemed well disposed but like a lot of um, religious experiences it's very ambiguous also I don't think we can rely on that you know no it's not solid no but but maybe if we like send a message open a channel if nothing good comes out of it fine we do the going to him in his sleep but if we if like small chance but imagine if he had a genuine religious experience and joined us and there didn't have to be any lying involved. How do you talk to a god? Um, so what I did is I leant out on the floor. I put my hands together really hard. And I shut my eyes a bit. And then I asked really nicely. <laughs> I'm sorry. The part of me that was brought up as a drow cleric is howling. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> I think to talk to Dionysus, you need drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, to your evil ones on it below, you need blood. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think maybe each one's different. But wouldn't it be nice if if we didn't have to lie? I think we probably have to lie, but it would be really nice. What would his uh, reaction be? to uh, to a tiefling like you because I think that if if he's the wrong sort of uh, religious conviction that's going to be an immediate barrier I still don't think we should talk to him I'm sorry I think we should send him a fucking batshit vision of his god so we don't even try honesty no not for my money it's my opinion. We don't know where um, where it would get us. I don't think it would get us anywhere. By the sounds of things, he sounds like a fanatic. He started doing all of this because of a vision of his god. I think a vision of his god is the only thing that's going to make him stop. Hmm. And what if he's already had one to, that says, help these people, or, or, or change, or do something different? What if... What if I actually got through to something and... I could have a look in his head. How much information do you need to send? We don't have to talk face to face. We can just say we're willing to talk. If he is. And then, I mean, his answer will tell us. To some degree. True. Can you send to a person you haven't... Oh, yes, of course you can. I mean, yeah, I, I assume we've got a description of you these do. people. Like, Yeah. I can send to him if you want. Can we try, please? Yeah, fuck it, why not? What do you want me to send to him? Uh, 
What's this church called? Yes. Can you tell him that we're here and we want to talk to him if he would be open to it? We want to end the fighting. Uh, St. Victory's Cathedral. Um, who do we say we are? Serious question. Representatives of the government? I, get, I don't know. Representatives of the Assembly. If we're being honest, that's what we yeah. have to say. Um, yeah. Want to end bloodshed. Should we give him a time, like come in the next hour or whatever? We'll just... We'd like to talk. Yeah, maybe just see what he says. I don't want you to waste spells and stuff, but... Alright, um... Let's give this a crack, I guess. I'll say outside St. Victory's Cathedral, because if he sends back, I would imagine that place is sanctumed. Oh, yeah. Most of them are, aren't they? That seems reasonable. And yeah. Why take the risk? Uh, okay. I gather the ra- the rainbow spirit. I take it off my shoulders <laughs> mm-hmm. and like hold it between my hands. I imagine the ball is slightly bigger for sending these days because I think the spirit has got bigger. Weirdly. It's all beach ball size. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm holding my hands out. It's like a basketball kind of thing mm-hmm. rather than this tiny little cricket ball that it used to be. Yeah. Um, outside St. Victory's Cathedral, representatives of assembly. We want to end the bloodshed. We'd like to talk. <laughs> Give me a straight persuasion check, please. Alright. Oof. Can I... Add a d4. Yeah. You can see this happening. So it's yes. currently 18. Another two. Dirty 20 then. There's a long pause. <sighs> two hours. That's all the message says. It's not very fucking clear, is it? Two hours? Is it in two hours? I'll be there in the next two hours. Uh, I'll talk to you for two whole hours. Like, I just, I have questions. Fuck's sake. Then we wait. Or I wait. I don't, if you don't want to be around here, I understand that it's not good for you, but I will... I'll stay here, I'll wait. I'll help when he's here. It's around ten in the morning, so two hours will take you to noon. Wanna see if we can find a good busking spot? (laughs) I don't know if you're supposed to busk outside churches. No. Well, not right outside of it. Let's play out our artifact from another god outside of... (laughs) (laughs) Let's see 
seems like a bad idea. I feel like that would make us look really bad. As what? much as I don't give a shit, I feel like it would probably, probably upset people, and we do naturally need people to be on side. I'm uh, just looking at the uh, the map, saying like we're not far from the courts of justice. You could just go around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go around the corner and busk for two hours, <laughs> no, I'm gonna sit by the door with my collar and book. Okay, there is there is a bench. Are there nearby. any places that I can go and get some ice creams and come back? Yes, <laughs> I'm I'll gonna say do that. Of course, and we'll go with them. Okay, uh, ice cream is quite expensive. Uh, it's very expensive. So you end up spending a gold piece and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing this so that I don't get pissed before the man comes back. Yeah. <laughs> get fat instead. <laughs> um. <laughs> While you're away getting ice cream, um, Scam, you're busy colouring the... Uh, you see a halfling approaches you. Um, oh. About uh, half an hour later, causing. That's not half an hour later, Scamp. He's um, about average height for a halfling, so a bit taller than Causin, three foot or so. It's just where he's wearing quite, quite simple workers' clothes, slightly kind of hollowed-looking brown eyes. Short mop of dark hair, stubble, and um, he gestures to the bench next to you. May I sit? Sure. Makes a seat. I'm waiting for friends, though, so. Um, that is all right. So I might. They might. Okay. He looks up at the uh, cathedral. Pretty, isn't it? It is an impressive structure. Very... um, Rich. Yeah. Seems a bit weird, you know, having all that money right now, but... I suppose... Well, I suppose you could take everything from the inside and sell it off. How much do you think that would be worth? I don't know, but... I've never been a hugely religious person, but I can't help feeling that right now the stuff's doing a lot of good by being inside. You know, it gives people hope and something to believe in. You take that out and you take that away from people. I don't know if the money's worth that. You could buy a lot of food with that money. You could. Um, Fill a lot of bellies. You could. I think there might be better ways to get that money. Um, I don't know. I think there's a line to be trod there. I have a question for you, just while we're thinking about it. Mm. Let's say you had a choice. Yeah. And it's it's the only way you could get the money. You have a big family, maybe 
a whole street to feed. Well, that's a lot of people. He nods. You have maybe three days of food left. Hmm. Do you take all of the things in the church and sell them and try and feed the people? Or do you leave the things inside and trust to that hope? What's more important? Will they definitely starve without it? You don't know. That's the point. <sighs> what if you took some of it? Hmm. Oh, no, that's still bad. <sighs> Stealing's not a good thing. And I think a lot of us have done it to survive. But when you're stealing hope, and it's not just stealing it from yourselves, you're stealing it from the whole population. Everyone who believes in it. I don't know. I wouldn't do it for myself, but for others? Maybe. It's a hard choice to make. It is. I don't think there's a good answer there. He shakes his head. I wish there was. I've stolen to survive. I don't think there's many of us that haven't these days. I used to... I used to only care about surviving. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> and every day was a struggle for was bread. Was it just you on your own? Sometimes. Because I know what that's like. It's not... It's very easy to just, you don't live, you just survive when it's just you by yourself. He nods. Have you found people now? Some. Some me found too. me. Is it better for you? It's better for me. It is. Good. Once long ago I had people and... And I lost them. I'm sorry. I ran. I don't entirely regret running. Some of them were not worth staying for. Some were. S still hard, though. He nods. Very hard. So many years just trying to find enough bread. You know what, before, back to the question, 
I think not long ago I would have said take everything from the church if it means surviving, but I don't know. I went in today and the people in there didn't like that I was there. <laughs> that, that was obvious, I didn't like that, but there's something else in there. There's I can't see it, but there's spirits and I don't know, it felt there was something bigger. And not in a bad way, because I've been in places where there's something bigger and it's awful. Um, but this was a good bigger. He nods. I've always been a little jealous of those who couldn't. Me too. Mm. I saw them once, though. We went to a place where they were really strong and I could see them. His eyes widen. Where? It was in the Underdark. There were some bad things down there, too. But some of them were beautiful. <sighs> I wouldn't recommend it as a, like, a visiting spot, though. A dangerous pilgrimage, then. Yeah, and not gods you'd want to go worshipping. Gods plural? They said they were, some of them. Hmm. I'm not... I didn't get to go to Regent School. Um, but I've seen things that... If you don't call them gods, what do you call them? <laughs> well, saints if you're the church, but... <laughs> <sighs> But to bring us but, back, I would have, as well, you know, taken everything in the church. Yeah. Now? I found hope. I found that I'd never had it. And then I found it. Yeah. And not just hope for me. Hope for everyone. I found that too, you know. Different, I think. I don't, I don't know what your experience is, but... It was strange. Do you... I thought I was a monster for a while, and then I literally met someone called Hope, among other things. <laughs> but Yeah, suddenly there was hope that, that the world could be better. You know, is that what it was, is that what you got? Something like that. Hope. Tiefling then? Yeah. Hmm. I used to beg for scraps uh, near Hornelli. Also found wisdom, which I really need. <laughs> <laughs> As it turns out. Well, I... And a bit of courage. I saw someone. You saw someone? I did and I didn't. You see, it was a few months ago. I was begging for scraps not far from Silk Street. And these king soldiers came. They were moving to execute thieves, people like me. People who had stolen to survive. And I felt so hopeless. 
so powerless. And do you know what I saw? What did you see? I saw an image in the sky. Someone... Can I... Can I trust you with a secret? Yeah. Someone conjured an illusion in the sky. I saw once a mage do a similar thing for a parlor trick. They conjured up a, what I think was meant to be St. Victory. Well, some of us aren't allowed to go to Regent School, so maybe we don't know what things are supposed to look like well, very exactly, well. Well, but, but exactly, yeah. I, I didn't much, apart from what I'd seen in the pictures. But the thought of that, that someone wanted to show the way that St. Victory had inspired them to stand up, to fight, to make a statement, to call a sign when, when everyone else stood by. I couldn't stand by any longer. Maybe they felt just as powerless in that moment and had to do whatever they could to try, you know, try anything. Smiles, nods. I, people ask me afterwards, was it real? Was it real? Did you see some victory? And the truth. What do you say? Oh, I tell them I did, but you know, the thing is, that's the truth. Because I did see some victory in the heart of whoever made that illusion. I could tell someone had been inspired by them to do the right thing. For those of us who can't see the way that the clerics do, that's what the saints do, the gods do. They show us the way, they inspire us, they help us find hope to do the right thing. People think I really saw that that was the vision, but the vision was the action, not the illusion. Didn't quite work, though, did it? But it did. Yeah. There was a terrible, terrible slumber to this land. All of the kingdom was crumbling. Those in charge were asleep, ignoring the pain, the suffering of all of the rest of us and we were asleep in that nightmare and it woke us up it woke me up people died they innocent people because maybe it was the wrong time or the wrong place and maybe that can be really hard for 
whoever did it to live with sometimes, and maybe they worry about all the people who got killed in that moment. He looks sadly at you. Maybe they do. And to them I would say, people were dying, people were starving, and dying through abuse and neglect and cold-heartedness. And people were not living. People were surviving, and not even that. Change. Doing the right thing is not easy. It is often painful. It is always resisted. But we cannot stay asleep. We cannot move on without hope because then nothing changes and we remain trapped in that nightmare forever. My, my friend, you did the right thing. Thank you. It's still hard to live with though. He nods. I think I've killed a lot of people. And a, a lot of them were bad. But you can't but be were... sure. No. I can never be sure. What if what if I made a mistake? I I just wanna help people. And the stuff I do, it just breaks things. I can't fix things properly. Oh, my child. You helped fix me. I can't fix my friends. I'm trying and they just keep hurting themselves or... And I know there's no easy solution, but it hurts to see. I want to help so badly. Sorry, I'm... No, <laughs> no. We're outside of a church. It's the right place. <laughs> I just, I don't want to say anything to them because I don't want to make it worse. Do you feel in your gut what the right thing to do is? Sometimes. But this one's more complex. Mm. People are. Yeah. There is a line there to dread. We've just got too used to lying. And I don't want to do it anymore. We tried honesty this morning with a man and it was the right thing and it worked and it... And lives could be saved because of it. But they still want to lie and... It's just a defense, I know. 
They're protecting themselves. Because everything's awful and scary. He nods. It is easy. Sometimes not always the worst choice, but amongst <laughs> friends it is hard to be honest with people who are not honest with themselves. I think you should be kind to your friends. But I think you should also be honest with them. Okay. And I think you should be honest to a point where things are uncomfortable, but not to a point where they are hurting. It's okay sometimes for friends to be uncomfortable in what they tell their friends about themselves so long as we don't actually <laughs> hurt them yeah we because we love them and we want to we want to help them be the best the happiest they can be and sometimes that means guiding them through through a lot of pain <sighs> And sometimes we don't know the way, and that's okay. And it's okay to be honest and admit that. You'd make a really good priest, you know. I considered it. <laughs> Never get into the hierarchical lens of the church, but not without the gestures to his eyes, but not really oh. what I want. And You're good at talking to people. Nods. That should be a job. There should be someone to talk to when you need them. Hmm. I do this with some of the people who come to me. <sighs> he extends a hand. David. Scamp. Shakes. So... I your voice is not the one I heard. I assume No, that was Celestia. Else. They went for ice cream. Ah. Forgive me for the lie. I wanted to come and see you before. And in truth, I was walking close by. Just walking. And I saw... <laughs> I saw a robin of all things, late in the season, bright red one, and caught oh. my eye and flew this way. And I, I've always been, I've always loved birds. So I excused myself from my companions and came to, to see if I could see it again and... I've always loved birds. Hmm. Flying's wonderful. <laughs> Smiles. Of course, you have a mage friend. Yes. <laughs> and yourself, since you can create illusions. I'm learning. You know, you're young and skilled for your age, though I have heard of such prodigies. 
I am surprised to see you today. Tiefling, it is hard for your people to get formal tuition. Self-taught? I got a lot of books. He nods. Some of it comes naturally, I think. Hmm. Ah, talents. No. I've heard it is like that for some people. You pick up a book and you just understand it straight away. Not the I same. I had to learn to read first. That was the hard part. He nods. Ah, perhaps someday you could teach me. Hmm. I'd like to. Well. I had a very good teacher. I get by with that. Why did you call me to meet you? Because there's going to be fighting. Because Jacqueline's betraying her people. Because she doesn't care who gets hurt anymore. And if there's fighting in the street, it's not the militia or or the army who will get hurt. It's the beggars and the children and the people who just are in the wrong place. And I'm done with that happening. That doesn't get to happen anymore. It has to stop. So I went to a church. And I prayed. I'd not done that really before. And it seemed like the right thing to do. <laughs> there are other ways to get to you and they all felt wrong. You have influence and power and honestly, talking to you, you seem like a good person. Who just wants people to be safe. Am I wrong? I try to do what's right. It's hard, isn't it? Mm. Ah! Yeah. The Robin, you see? Yes! <laughs> there is a plan. hold the gates to drag the released oysters to Baker Square but I am in this to help people to protect them. The army's on its way. It'll be here at the same time. If that happens, there'll be slaughter. Pierre's people are standing down. Jacqueline ordered the assassination of Cosette, one of her closest friends. 
She blackmailed and threatened innocent families to get people to do her work. Keep the army out of my district, away from the con exchange, and away from the beggar town by the western walls. If they come in, I cannot promise that the people who look to me for leadership will not defend themselves. Of course. But I am not thirsty for the blood of those who oppressed us. I simply wish it to stop. Thank you. He gets up, offers you his hand. I'll shake it. Be well, Scamp. And you. And hold on to that hope. You can do a lot with it. You have. He smiles, tips his head and walks off. Celestia, Corzin, you walk past a slightly grubby-looking halfling bearing some ice cream, mm -hmm. returning to see Scamp sitting at a... Uh, uh, at the um, uh, 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 on the bench, staring at a robin in the distance. Yeah, you a chocolate yeah, flavored yeah. one. <laughs> ice cream, ice cream. It's a bit melted because um, it's been a few streets away, but you know we've got some. So, thank you. You're all right. You look a bit funny. Um, David stopped by. What? Oh, um, so soon? If we can keep the army out of where his people are, they won't fight. You did that in the last, like, ten minutes. Apparently! You're um, fucking incredible, do you know that? No, he, he is. He's a good man. This revolution's he's not, full of good men. But he's not a religious fanatic or a, an idiot who can't see through a rather poor illusion. Um... He's a good man. I'm glad. And he likes birds. <laughs> well, hopefully then he'll uh, do the right thing. Where exactly are his people? Um, Corn Exchange, Beggar's Town, all of that area. They won't go after blood. They will... They'll defend themselves if they're attacked, but they're not going to... Right. Well, if right. we well, if we, we tell Matcha, yeah, he can give orders for them not to go there. Yeah, that seems and, fair. And, and they'll be the amnesty will apply to them too. Mm -hmm. So, yes, that's half. It's <sighs> a very very there. good start. So if we if we talk to. Letitia, that tips the scales. Yeah. She's now only looking at even odds. If she switches sides, that puts her in a powerful place and I think Letitia's bad enough that even odds won't be good for won't be good enough for her. Yeah. Well, one way to find out. 
we do that? <sighs> yeah, but let's yeah. finish the ice cream first. Yeah. 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 Take a Seems that, and he uh, uh, claps Scamp on the shoulder. Thanks to your efforts, we are not quite as under a um, as much of a, a time pressure as once we were. Honestly, I feel like you deserve more than ice cream to get you a cake or something. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't do anything really. I just. Well, it sounds to me that at the very least you were in the right place at the right time, Scamp. I think. Yeah, I think Solomon may have helped with that. I don't want to think about it too much. Let's. Let's go eat ice cream somewhere that doesn't make Celestia angry and upset. Sorry, I'm such a weirdo. No. You're not. No. No, that's bad. You've been hurt badly, and this is a valid reaction. You're not to be mean to yourself about it. Anyone okay? would be like that in this situation. Anyone who's gone through what you have. Let's go find somewhere you're comfortable. You two are stupidly kind, do you know that? We're not. You just You just need to be kind to yourself. I have no idea how. No, me neither. It takes a lot. I thought I was a genuine monster for most of my life, so you're in good company there. Uh, but Pain was a weakness you... for most of my life. Yeah. Let's get you somewhere comfortable and eat our ice cream. Because, um, quite honestly, Jeffrey's going to steal it if we don't make a move. Yeah, I mean, we should really eat it quickly. Jeffrey, no! No! <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey grabs for the cone. Fuck off! <laughs> no! You can have some of mine, Jeffrey. Oh, no, you... actually, it's chocolate. You're not allowed chocolate. It's bad for you. Jeffrey oh, for still sake. tries to go for have it. A... Because I still like exasperately snaps a little bit of the corner of her cornet off and like gives it to him with a bit of ice cream on it. Jeffrey takes it and then immediately tries to go for the big one. No, fuck Jeffrey, off. Jeffrey, no! 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 I would have got him one if I'd known it was going to be such a pain in the ass. <laughs> Jeffrey's always a pain in the ass. Yes. Fun fact. I, it suddenly occurred to me that I'm reasonably sure that ice cream cornets don't get invented for like a hundred years, but we're oh, going to no, imagine they do. Oh no, they're licks right now. Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> penny licks. Yeah, these are penny they're licks. What does that mean? I'm sorry. Uh, so they had little, like little, they metal. Yeah. Things oh. that you that you had a scoop of ice cream, you licked it, and then you gave it back, and they gave it to someone else. It was so unhygienic. Ew. It spread so much disease. <laughs> so disgusting. Like it yeah. was really bad. It caused a lot of deaths. Yeah. I would not have given Jeffrey ice cream on my finger to lick off because I think he's no, because you'd lose a finger. Yeah. Also, I think he's gross, so that would not have happened. Oh, so that happened Jeffrey. somehow, some other way. That happened. <laughs> But we're going to have cornets, because why not? Yeah, because yeah, why not? <laughs> no, no one's going to mind, are they? <laughs> Cut to... I mean, the podcast mediums we use don't Cut actually have comments. screaming but, in their room. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, they had cornets, and it wasn't historically accurate. Frenzied arguments ah. in the, in the, in the <laughs> disc, on the Discord server. <laughs> I know the elf and the tiefling were historically inaccurate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm wearing none of the right clothes, uh, so and did establish this in like the first episodes. As I recall, my phrase was "these trousers are too tight for the period that we're in," and I stand by that. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, (laughs) you move on 
I guess you're going to visit Letitia next. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Time. Okay. So, you make your way up to the address in the yellow quarter. It's actually an old set of uh, local kind of uh, city guard barracks that have since been vacated of the National Guard, who have retreated back towards the courts of justice and reoccupied by a brigade, uh, by a detachment of the militia. The militia here seem to be in a bit more ship shape than the others. They've standardized uh, a lot of their clothing. They uh, and they seems to be a quite a degree of um, fastidiousness amongst the soldiers here. Uh, very relatively clean uh, shirts and uh, coats and so on. The weapons seem to be in uh, actually solid repair and maintenance. And they. And this is one of the few districts where you've seen the patrols in actually fairly organised looking groups of a dozen at a time rather than the pseudo mobs mm -hmm. that hang around street corners you uh, as you approach uh, the barracks uh, one of these patrols uh, comes up to you with a halfling a stern looking halfling woman at the front old what business are you here um we'd like to talk to Letitia if possible just Six. talks suspiciously between the three of you. Talk, hmm? That's right. Yes. Hmm. Frowns looking between the three of you. She knows us. Well, she does. We've met before. Frowns in particular at Scamp. You. Yes. Are you the one who negotiated that surrender bill? I'm a child. Does that sound like something a child should be doing? It's not actually an outright lie, so I can't pull one of my truths on you. Uh, give me a deception check, though. <laughs> uh, 15. One of them says, I mean, the paper did say it was a tiefling child. Yeah, but how many tiefling children are there in the city? I oh, know, but they're these other ones. The, You've noticed that while they that that as they begin discussing this, they've just left the path to the barrack uh, to the barracks just wide open, and they sit and they and they sort of just like no, what are they? T wait, should we be paying attention? And to they just go. You just walk straight <laughs> past. Yeah. <laughs> you just walk straight past just before they <laughs> seem to realize not any great gone. pace either we just yeah you just just sidle on yeah. past as they as they break into an argument about this and <laughs> that's so dumb <laughs> i love it it's great <laughs> and step on into uh the barracks you see um that sitting at uh a, a, that sitting at a desk with a series of paperwork uh, uh with some paperwork in front of her uh, is again a dimly familiar as it's been some time since you last saw her Ages, human yeah. woman uh, still has neatly combed mid-length uh, brunette hair still looks like an asshole yep, brown eyes dark, <laughs> uh, kind of dark skin and uh, although her uh, her dress of before has been replaced by a kind of 
middle class uh, sort of uh, accountant uh, shirt and uh, waistcoat and trousers with the uh, with a neatly pinned little red, blue, and white cockade. Uh, the she the shirt at least is blue uh, is is a soft blue, uh, and you see that she has a number of soldiers around her. Okay, okay, no, no. Right, you need to move them over to that. Uh, over to Pig Street. No, we're not properly deployed. We need, yes, but we're going to need them in, in position for tomorrow. Oh yes, but then what about? No, no, no. They need to go there. Looks up. Hello. Hello. Um, we wouldn't mind a chat if you've got any free time. We know you're ever so busy with all this planning stuff. Glances up to the soldiers. You hear almost stage whisper. <clears throat> okay. Why are they in here? You could just ask us. Right. Make a note to discipline the patrol outside. <clears throat> yes. Hello. So... Salis... Celestia Stardust Darling, nice to meet you again. For yes, the second time. Of we have course. Met. And Corin and Scump, yes? Corin and Scump. Yes. <laughs> right. Close, yes. though. Um, could we have a chat? Preferably in somewhere quiet. She glances Happy to me. leave our weapons outside if that will sweeten the deal. The. Various soldiers give you looks in no uncertain terms that that will be part of the deal. <sighs> yes, uh, put them in the locker over there. Give them a receipt. Thank you. Right, here we they go do actually then. write you out a small receipt oh, for your weaponry. That's nice. <laughs> yes, come into come into the office over here. She stands up and puts posts. You notice she posts. Six guards outside the office and uh, does not remove her own pistol <laughs> and sits down Fair enough. <laughs> the, at the desk. <clears throat> so. So. Letitia, um, it appears that we're on the eve of a riot. Uh... Once Jacqueline gets arrested, things are going to get quite bad. Sorry, what? Oh, she'd done a murder. Oh, yeah, she did a murder. Oh, attempted. She tried. Um, and some blackmailing. Um... Yeah, she blackmailed people's families so that they would yeah, uh, assassinate Cosette them. in the prison. Oh, Cosette's alive, by the way. I see. Yeah. And, and um, Cosette saw this. this yeah, because it literally saw it, and also she's given all the evidence on Jacqueline because of it now, because Jacqueline betrayed her. So, things are quite bad. Letitia uh, shifts position and yeah. crosses her legs. And the thing is, it's not only that. We've also managed to sway half your army not to fight, so you're down to half the numbers that you were. We've uh, we've swayed... We've also got the those... official army... Oh, hours oh, yeah. away. The official army, hours away. What's What are the other ones called? Pierre and David have already been persuaded not to fight. 
they care about their people. They do. Um, they give so... a shit. Um, we'd like you not to fight either. What's it going to take? As your choice, there is. A, it's just on the borderline enough that I'm going to let you make this as a persuasion check. Actually, were you going to say deception? <laughs> I haven't actually lied. No, no, no. I was going to say intimidation is an alternative. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely persuasion. Yeah, this is it's, this is. It's slightly aggressive. So let's. Yes, there, there's a progression in it, but it's not can full I make intimidation. It? Is that allowed? Sorry. Can I make it? Is you that can allowed? make it. Fantastic. You'll like this. Um, it's actually not amazing. It's an 18. Do you want to have another, yes, another, another, another day? Have one. Have an extra one. 19. <laughs> right. Fuck you, dice. <laughs> I, I keep uh, laughing in character when it's out of character. I can't switch my laugh, apparently. Uh, we can offer you money, potentially um, power. power, some sort of position at the court. We can also offer this lovely organised army that you've made actual jobs as soldiers with actual salaries which I'm sure they'd like and would be easy to sell to them if you want a job in the military you're very good at this yeah I'm sure Matchamissum would honestly love to have you you're doing very well if you do send down we can uh, offer you and your people amnesty which given what some of them have done I think is a fairly sweet deal she frowns that has honestly been promised you convinced David to stand down. Actually, they convinced David to stand down, and I point at Scamp. Um, to be fair, I think the, I think the, the, the victory did it. I just happened to be there. Still kind of like um, <laughs> shudders but tries you to just disguise it. You just hear her m- try, mumble kind of like under her breath, but not really, because she's bad at, at, at whispering. Uh, Regent, another one. I mean, I'm not particularly religious myself, but... Of course not. Uh, something happened. Okay. Let's see it. Think for a moment. Hmm. Well then, since you're offering, she cracks her knuckles. We'll start. Let's start then. Money, power, position... Amnesty and jobs for my soldiers. Absolutely. Let's start with my old job back. What was your old job again? I was I've the forgotten. financial minister. Financial minister. You know what? Well, they could probably... sure you need electing to that, don't you? Yeah, I think you probably do need electing. Permanent undersecretary. Is to... that an unelected position? It's a civil service job. Mm-hmm. Oh, then, yeah, that sounds under secretary, right? Permanent secretary to permanent secretary to the financial minister. It's essentially the same job, but you don't get the title. <laughs> I'm laughing at my own spelling of secretary because I'm only really, <laughs> I'm only half paying attention to actually writing. <laughs> Second, I can't even secretary. I can't even explain how badly that's spelled. <laughs> that's my favorite. Under my favorite misspelling is sexy. Secretary. Secretary. <laughs> under secretary. Yeah. Under secrets. Under secretary. <laughs> Is, it? is what I've no, <laughs> It's essentially the same job, but without the fancy title. Um, and you're very welcome to then run for the I fancy mean, to be honest, title. we need to confirm with Savat, but I'm sure we can arrange that. Okay, so that, yes to the jobs for my soldiers. Uh-huh, happy jobs about for that. soldiers. Definitely yes to the amnesty. Amnesty. I also want a nice house. A nice house. And money. How much money? 
Well, there's quite a reward for anyone who assists with the capture of uh, Jacqueline, which I'm sure in this position would you count as part of that. How about like a thousand gold? Would that do you? Just gonna... Plus, of course, it is your wage that you'll get as your, yeah, your actual, high position. Yeah, you know, your for-life wage that you'll get in your job. And the value of the property that you'll own. Yeah, it's like a lot of money, darling. There's some really good houses in Kion going, and hmm. it's up and coming. I'm sure one can be arranged there, too. Kion's the one that got ruined by the, uh, by the Kraken. But it's a new city full mm. of a lot of, lot of opportunity for power. Not a bad place to have a house as well. Mm. A lot of free property going there. A lot of good property. Mm. Of course, you'd need a house in the city as well. Have it as a little too. nest egg to rent out on the side, you know. One house here, one thousand uh, gold, and a street and kion to serve as, uh, for rents. Street and kion. Mm. Oh. Well, there is a lot of property going out going at the moment. <laughs> we'll see what we can oh. do. We will confirm. But honestly, there's a lot of streets in Calm with nothing on them, so hopefully. What do you both think? We do that? Yeah. It's a hard bargain, but I think it can be swung. And Fine. in return, you'll get your soldiers to stand down and won't riot. Absolutely. I can trust my soldiers to actually keep the peace. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And you'll essentially come over to our side? She nods. Lovely. That all seems very doable. This was extremely civilised uh, in a sort of genuine? disgusting way. Roll um, insight check. Yeah, same, uh, can actually. I join on that one? <laughs> no, I have no idea. Oh, 23. Oh, um, 21. She looks incredibly calculating, but she looks as if she seems to have decided where the odds are lying right now and okay. is trying to get everything she can out of the situation. Right. Is there anything you can tell us about what might um, convince the... What was his name again? Oh, the, bloody hell. Uh, the other one. Hang on, one second. <laughs> Celestia literally rifles through her head in The editor of The Voice of Liberty. Uh, d Mr. Oh, Duvall. Yeah. Devon? Yeah, any idea? No idea, never met him. Why has is nobody ever met him? What is, is this? Is he real? Does he exist? Is he just, ja is he just Jacqueline? <sighs> is he just Jacqueline? Sat with the typewriter like, oh, I'm Mr. Duvall. <laughs> like, I just, I have questions. <laughs> Definitely quill pen. Typewriters have, uh, have not, yeah. have not even near been invented. Sat with this quill but, pen, yes, but yes, which yeah. I would know in yeah, character yes. because I'm, um, I'm not. Yeah. I'm actually living well, actually, in this period. I of have history. established that apparently ballpoint pens, uh, uh, phantom pens, already exist. So I guess we'll start with a phantom <laughs> pen. Uh, she shrugs. So the, how do you even communicate with this person if none yeah. of you have ever met him? I don't. Jacqueline is the only one who communicates with him. This is Although three rather out of four odd. might be enough. I'm, I'm sure, but in terms of like, where if we were going to try and uh, speak to him, would you suggest we go like his offices, the um, the place where they print the uh, the paper? Shrugs. Honestly, I'm not a hundred percent certain where they print them. It's quite printing presses are very large. 
And it would have been quite difficult for someone to set one up in the city without me becoming aware of it. Mm. Well. Well, that's difficult. Um, yeah, what happened to the one that the Guardian had? She shrugs. Not really sure. When the, when, uh, the Baron left, uh, well, he couldn't take the house with him. Oh, mm. So that's not a bad place to think it might still be being printed. Um, but does 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 he have any people, or is it just just, just that he controls the the press? No, no, no. He just controls the press. So we don't have to worry about him having soldiers or anything. He doesn't have another section of the army. No, army, just has a lot of um, sway with people. Yeah. Well, I mean, if okay. if all the rest of the people have turned, he's going to struggle. Well, he's got. I, I if think... he's got the means of uh, distributing uh, propaganda, though, he could label you all as traitors, which could stir people up. There's no harm in us looking into him. Yeah, um, I think maybe we go back to Savat, get this confirmed. Is ascending all right? Can we send him to here? Yes. We'll confirm by sending that this is done. This was, she sighs, quite a low budget barracks they never actually put a permanent sending on this place uh, uh, sanctum sanctum on this place well we'll confirm that as soon as we can lovely doing business with you lovely doing business with you mm. best of luck thank you enjoy the new job won't you oh yes same as the old job mm. <laughs> bye we leave you are, you're <laughs> escorted out of the building <laughs> civilised in sort of a disgusting way, wasn't it? I hate her, I hate her, I hate her, I hate her. Well, I At least dead, it was but, straightforward. It's the says Corson say... as he's strapping all of his weapons back on. <laughs> Shall we say we go back to Savat? Yeah. We go back <laughs> like, to Savat and, and begin negotiating this. We've got and I'm to gonna... send to Pierre because we didn't earlier. Oh, um, yes. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, should we hand wave that? that? Yeah, you take hand wave that. And you begin the process of negotiating again with Savat uh, for these various concessions. However, you have now turned three of the four leaders of the militia. The fourth you will need to deal with in a very different way. And there is planning to do, and of course the execution of that task. Especially as come tomorrow the army will arrive and the transport of the noble prisoners will begin but that is very much a quest for next time thank you all very much for playing thank you all very much for listening and farewell from all of us here at Thinlocks and Fireballs fair seas and natural 20s. I tried to stop a fight before By regions word I sparked a war If prayer might work then I confess I'll do whatever to fix this mess so, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. 
No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.